Extreme PC UK. Hi and welcome to episode 80 of Extreme PC UK podcast. I'm your host Nick, also known as Extreme PC UK. And today on this show we have... Hi, I'm Jansen and I'm also known as James Self. And I'm Vegan Spaceman. I'm known as Vegan Spaceman. You can find me on Twitch, Instagram and Twitter under Vegan Spaceman. Wicked. I would like to say Happy Christmas everyone. I hope you all had a great new year. Um... I certainly had a well busy one, which was pretty good. What about you lot? What have you lot been doing? Uh, go on, vegan, because I didn't do Go anything. on, vegan. You sort it out. I don't I... know what to say. <laughs> sort it out, vegan. Uh, I had a really nice one. We went to see my partner's family over Christmas, took the dog down, my daughter. We just had a really nice time. Went on lots of dog walks. And, uh, yeah, just really chilled. Came Damn back, it. had a chilled New Year with a friend. And uh, now I'm now I'm here. Relaxing done a lot of vegan things oh yeah we like literally it was like a it's like a cult so what we do is <laughs> on first thing christmas morning we all go out to the garden we crawl along on the floor and start nibbling on some grass it's cold and wet but it's okay you know it's you say that in jest but i think that's actually what you do isn't that yeah, what well, all vegans you're do? never gonna know are you just upset all the vegans there he has <laughs> um first thing i wanted to say is uh yeah happy new year have a good christmas um you can see that Grey Gamer's in the chat. He's not actually here because he got laryngitis, I believe, and his voice is kaput. So there is something in this world that can stop that guy talking. So is it a good game, laryn- laryngitis? <laughs> uh, man. I can see Jansen on the other end, like, he can't focus because I think my missus is talking to him. What's she saying? No, it's my headphones. Well, what are they doing? Hi. I'm just adjusting the volume because all of a sudden it's like we've come on and it, everything's well loud. So I'm trying to adjust the volume. Oh, right. You look a bit like one of them action men, like you're touching the back of your head and your eyes are just <laughs> going <laughs> left and right. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. It's exactly like that. Um, it's a bit of a weird one today because we're not going to do our um, normal situation. Uh, thank you for that sub, Irish Guardian. Um, and thanks for all the subs that people have supported us. New Year and everyone subbing before the stream even started. So, like, massive thanks to everybody that's done that. Um, hope you all had a good one. Um, we wanted to talk a little bit about before we got into, like, the game of the decade. Because, like I said, we're going to do it a bit different this time around. Man, the subs are flying in, look. Cheers, little donkey. The subs are everywhere. Man, overwhelmed with subs. It's always something you like when you start your stream, isn't it? <laughs> but um yeah so what we're going to do is we've been planning a game of the decade because obviously it's been a decade um and we opened up a room and there was a little bit of confusion around the discord because we opened separate rooms up i was doing one thing jansen was doing something else um cheers for that next sub gray um and basically we got a bit of confusion on discord about what was going on for the game of the decade game of the year so what we decided to do, we opened up a new room and everybody over the last few days has been texting in that room about what their game of the decade is and why they think they should have that game for the decade. So as Gray's not here today because he really wanted to get involved with his game, what we've done is we're going to use this actual podcast to talk about, I've got the whole chat of Discord for the last couple of days, uh, what everybody hashtagged in there for game of the decade and we're going to talk about a lot of them games uh, as just a free-for-all conversation 
Um, and okay. then what we'll do is to next week when the podcast is on, that's when we're going to pick like our nominations and what we think is going to win. Is that about right, boys? Yeah, sounds yeah. good to me. Although uh, you say that we're going to pick who's going to win, but it's, we're not actually doing it as a competition. Yeah, I just... just we're basically just saying what we think our personal game of the decade was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And game of the year. Maybe you should have explained it because I'm crap. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there's, there's been a lot of people talking about different games and that. Before we get into that, though, because we're not going to have a news section this week, we wanted to talk about and get views from you guys out there basically on a new idea we've got and it's an idea starting a new year that Jansen come up with which we've been thinking about because we get quite a lot of people asking us about YouTube videos about PC live builds doing little videos on how to upgrade things and do bits and pieces and so we've sort of come up with the idea of maybe doing some kind of Patreon which will be an extra which has all of these sorts of videos, but it's mainly going to be a magazine, like a digital online magazine, isn't it, Jance? And yeah. between Jansen and Vegan, they've both got a lot of knowledge in websites. And, like, Vegan, if you're anyone needs a website, you're the man, isn't you? Yeah. It's what I do. He's like, in yes. my spare time, when I'm, not, <laughs> when I'm not wearing my vegan space outfit, I'm wearing my builder website outfit, which What's you that? don't Just want to see. Pants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you lot, you lot don't realise he's only got that jumper on. He's naked from the waist down, right there. Oh yeah. And we had to tell him to put that on. Yeah, yeah. He kept coming here Literally. all natural, oh natural. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen Jansen smile with joy so much. <laughs> that's because he's seen he's seen lower than the camera shows. That's why. But um, <laughs> so yeah, Jans, do you want to give your basic version of how you explained it to me, and then because. Jansen will be doing most of the detailing on the pages, um, and then basically we we're open to discussion. So anyone, any of the ideas you guys have got, put them in the chat, and we'll we'll have a discussion about it. So take it away, Jans. Yeah. So basically, we decided to do it as a uh, a digital magazine, but has the feel of a paper magazine. So. Whereas you have uh, computer magazines out there at the moment that are mostly like covering the like the whole range of like PC gaming and then you have a section that is like the um, readers builds we were thinking that we would do it based around the users uh, builds and make it more of a community magazine so uh, it will come out once a month and in that month we will have uh, say four builds from people within the community or builds that we've personally seen online that we've got in contact with the people to ask them to come into the magazine and then we'll do like a full like three four page spread of uh, their build like we'll like interview them we've got all the like ins and outs of like what inspired them to build it problems they came across uh, custom things that they've made little things like that um, and then yeah. we will also have sections where we'll have a news section but it will only be small and then like we if we got a game section it will only be small so it will it will be based more around uh these people's builds yeah but then uh on top of that we will also have our own content that we will add to it yeah, so where so... people have asked us about like doing youtube videos um this is where we would have it 
So if you downloaded this magazine, then you would get the content off a magazine, but you'll also get uh, all the contact that all the content that we create throughout the month as well. Yeah, and one of the things is this is we're trying to talk to you guys now and to podcast listeners to give us the feedback if it's something you would go for because like we'll be totally honest about it for us we do the podcast we do the live shows and obviously we get a small a small like percentage back through the subscriptions and stuff but we want to make it more of a sort of full-time monthly thing where we can snowball this and like we noticed that there's a big gap in the market where we like to pick up say custom pc magazine look through it but then when you do a lot of you have probably seen this magazine when you look through it it's more of uh it's an all-rounder pc magazine it tells you about the cheapest deals tells you about best processors tells you about tips about building we want to base it mainly like imagine how max power car magazine used to be where every other page is a feature build of someone that we've scouted off of like uh, instagram or it shows we see someone's build what we do is we get in touch with them we say look we want to put your build in our magazine then we ask them all the questions and we focus the main thing around about four builds in there a month and then everything else will be extra now the thing is it will be a patreon so what will happen is it will be like a one one pound might get you like some things five pound will get you the magazine uh, and there'll be different layers of what you get for it um but we'll make it worthwhile what the value for the magazine is if we do it and basically we just wanted to find out your feedback about what if it's worth it who would go for it or if it's just something that would sort of it'd be a good thing to do but no one really would actually get on board you know yeah also like with the content like what type of content would people want to see in it because we we think that we would rather see it based around builds so it'd yeah. be in depth with builds and custom builds so, like, is there anything, like, besides that that people would want to see? Because yeah, one of the things that I know we've had a lot of interest, and when I say a lot, I mean everybody asks us about it, is lots of people want to see us stream when we do a full custom build. And that them custom builds could take 12 hours to build. So we've never really done that in the past. But if it was, um, like, a subscribed thing where everybody's doing it, like, and they want to get involved then that would be something we can offer as like a premium to, to go with it. I'm sorry, yeah, I, could just hear, I could just hear one of my kids whining downstairs like <laughs> like a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like let us know people what you see. Little Donkey says, uh, Jansen, will you be on page three? <laughs> dear Grey <laughs> section. Mr. Bodie says, will it be a Dear Grey section? How about a reader's build t- builder's tips of the month? Yeah, well, that's Jan said sounds wicked. That's the sort of thing that we will do. So, at the moment, it's just a very, very open idea, um, and we don't really want to go forward with it until we get some feedback on because it's going to be a lot of work. This is going to be Jansen working every other day throughout the month to get this out to you guys. Um, and from what we've seen, the community that we run in our Discord everybody does love an actual pc build they love to get involved they love to see how we're doing it they love to know tips so we'd have all that kind of stuff in there um but like i said it would be a patreon so it'd be an extra paid thing we would do if you're a subscriber on the actual stream there would be some kind of free deal that you get with it 
because if you're subscribing on here or you're paying the five dollars or whatever it is on there there would be some kind of link into that so every so it's fair for everyone um so basically any, anybody that supports supports the channel and supports the content we're creating you know it will be have access to the content yeah yeah but yeah will there be a centerfold um i'm not sure too much about a centerfold because it's going to be digital well we, what, we, what were, we were talking about posters though weren't we yeah we were saying like uh part of the patron would be certain tiers would get you like um uh a wallpaper or something like that off the the best build for that month or something yeah and it'll be all designed for everybody's screens so that they can just keep every month if they're a subscriber they can keep changing in chopping things in and out um but we're open to ideas but what we'll do is we'll crack on with um, today's podcast because we don't want to go on for too long about it uh, as it was just an idea. But if anyone's got any ideas, go into our um, Discord and just let us know if you'd be interested, what what sort of things you'd like to see in there. And be totally honest as well. If you think it's not, not a good idea, then tell us it's not a good idea because then we just won't bother. But um, um, yeah. Also as well, like if you guys remember that it is like fully interactive, and we can add different types of media into it. So if we had a, um, a question section and someone like wrote in and said, like, how do you fit a water block on a graphics card? Rather than us just like writing back, this is how you do it, we would do a video. So your question would be answered with a tutorial video of us actually fitting the block on a graphics card. So that's the kind of thing like that we're kind of looking for. Yeah. Because um, it's like I said, though, Jads, with um, the YouTube videos now, everyone wants to see us do a YouTube. But the thing is, YouTube's yeah. time consuming. But if we was doing a video live ourselves of, of us building my PC, say, or a customer's PC, that's easy to add into the Patreon because we just add it as a file. It goes out to everybody for email. They click the link. They see it. They can just enjoy that um, and then write back with for the next month or whatever. So... I think it's a good idea to tie everything together. as, And I see it more as we're sort of homing in on our community more than the bigger picture, you know? So it's specific to the people that we know in our Discord who support us, and I think that's what they want to see. And it would be governed by what we feel that the people in our Discord want to see, you know? Yeah. And, and, and I think the patron helps us to, like, put the time and effort into it mm. because... It's to do something like this is going to be a lot of work. And in the past, we've always said we wouldn't do YouTube because it's so time consuming for us. But mm. uh, the way that we said that we would work this is that um, like Nick would take more control of the podcast and I'd take control of the magazine. And hopefully it will work out that way and we've got enough time to get it all done. But uh, having the patron for all the uh, media content like will definitely yeah. help us. Yeah. Um, question for the viewers and the listeners: What do you think of the idea of having a digital page turning website as opposed to a magazine? Uh, sorry, a digital page turner magazine, as opposed to having some kind of website that is like a like a laid out like a magazine, but a bit more interactive, where you can pick a category if you just want to read about PC builds and stuff like that. Um, put your put your thoughts in chat yeah, and send your send your thoughts in on Discord. Um, of what sort of format you would like to to enjoy the content on yeah because I was me and Jansen had the idea of an old school uh, magazine where you turn the pages 
So it's still it's still formatted like a page. If it's on say an iPad, that would be one page. Then you scroll across to the next page, and then it flips. Then you scroll across to the next page, it flips. Um, and then it's got digital stuff. So if there's a computer on there, which we're, we're talking about, say, a build, then you can click certain parts of it, and that will then okay, open up. Yeah. That will open up yeah, about that, that part, you know. So it will zoom into another picture of the graphics card, say, and then there'll be info on there about the graphics card. Um, we don't know how hard this is to implement yet, but we see it as it could be. So it's something we're very interested in. So we're hoping that everyone else that's a PC enthusiast is interested too, you know. Um, and to be able to bring that to the masses would be really, really cool. Yeah, so, I think combine, combining our skills will work really well. So, yeah. Yeah, it'd be uh, good. Friend, friend of it... foe just said that, are we talking like iPad magazine style? Well, you could open it on anything digital. So you could open it on your PC. You could open it on your iPad, on your phone. You can zoom in, zoom out. And basically, everything's interactive. So where you've got a normal magazine, you can just turn the page. On this, you can say the guy that's built this PC, you can click his name and it will take you to his Instagram page, say. So you can see the rest of his work. Or you can take it to us or our website. Or if we're talking about something else, wherever it wants to go, we can have that in there. You know, you click on the videos and all the videos will just instantly play like a YouTube video. Um, and it will go it will go somewhere along them lines. But it's, I'll be honest about it. Like I said earlier, we, we can only do it if we sort of get a few people that are going to be there to back us because it's going to be a lot of work for no feedback. And like, I don't know if a lot of people know this or not. The podcast already costs me about 20, 25 quid a month to run, which that's that's a free podcast. Um, so we'll be implementing more stuff as well where there's more podcasts coming out. There's more like live stuff coming out but it will be going to these people to give them the extra mile we will always keep the podcast once a month live all the time forever anyway um but yeah there will be implements changing certain things and the way it works because me and giants want to get more involved we want to get more computer stuff going on you know that's how i feel anyway uh, is that the same as where you feel Jance? yeah yeah definitely like just to have like a different source of media for what we do so we've got the podcast but it is it is mainly us chatting between us and chatting with the community but what we what we really want is to have something else where we can uh put out more content and like a digital magazine seems like the uh the best option really yeah well not only not only that obviously the podcast is very audio based it's visual obviously people watching the stream but it's still mostly audio based so with a magazine and a website kind of linked together with more interactivity you've got something more visual people visual people can see videos pictures and get a feel of what all these things we're talking about yeah Um, it's gonna be good mystic dude just put in the chat which is a fair point (laughs) and it's What's so funny? Sorry. Friend or foe saying Jansen is a game reviewer. We have to have to log in and play a game. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, Mystic Dude just said uh, something that we was talking about because we've had a big discussion about this today, and he says um, that he'd suggest we try and make it free and supported by ads, and then mm. people that pay for the Patreon they lose the ads, uh, and more people see it, and surely that's better. The problem we've got with that is is implementing so many different ways that people access it or can't access it. So if we did it for free and then people lose the ads, it's so much more work on the way that that program runs 
to be able to take the ads off for certain people and not for certain people. Um, the podcast, the live stream like this will always be a weekly live stream and it'll always be free. The podcast on the sound will always be um, a free podcast. Um, the only thing we would ever do with that to change it is we might make it so one a month is free and the other ones are a, a very low Patreon, like a dollar or a pound um, to get the free others because there'll be certain tiers for everything. But it will be pretty much that you can always access it somewhere uh, without an issue. And that's what we're trying to do. We're not. I've always said that we don't want to make it where, oh, if we don't get paid, we're not doing it. That won't be the case. Because, obviously, like you're saying there, if you make it paid, then no one gets involved to start with. They don't see it, the output, to start with. So they don't get on board, which means they don't bring more people in. Um, so that will never happen. But but this is just ideas. All the ideas yeah, are... It'll evolve as it... Yeah. It'll evolve so... as, as we develop the ideas and as we get feedback from the community and we start creating the content. So... Um, just think of it as a an extra add-on to the podcast. Yeah. Can so we Jade take said, pre-orders? Sorry? Can we take pre-orders? Yeah, pre-orders. Um, pre-orders for the first issue. The thing is, Jade said, that I think the lowest you could all do is one is $1. Like, what's that, 80p or something? Um, which isn't a lot of money, we know. And what we're hoping for is to get enough people that that, that gives us a, a decent amount to be able to push more things into the into the podcast. Um, and then Mystic Dude said, "Yeah, but I'm a freeloader. Uh, you could be a Patreon <laughs> and stream it for me when you read it." <laughs> Fair play, he'll, you're honest, he'll be downloading the um, pirated copy. Yeah, now that's all good. But um, yeah, it's just ideas at the moment, and just look at it like this. Imagine once a month you get an email through to you. On that email, there's all these computer builds where you can interactively look into them and see them and talk to them. Read all of our questions about that build, what the guy, problems he came across, how he liked it, what he did. Um, and then after that, you've got like videos of of us doing little bits of work. You've got extra like podcast content. You've got extra like spare streams. If you like Extreme PC UK, then there'll be much more in it for you um, than there is at the moment. But we've just got to make it worthwhile putting the extra effort in. Uh, and we don't want to put the extra effort in. If no one's going to turn up, that'd be pointless. Um, yeah. And that, that's, <laughs> and there, there could even be a crossword in there, yeah. Like, you never know. <laughs> but uh, Mystic Dude wants his crossword already filled in. He's so lazy. Oh, right. <laughs> Fair enough. But um, we'll see what happens and we'll keep that updated in the Discord uh, about it. Me and Jance are going to work on this over the next couple of weeks. Um, and if we do do it, it'll probably be next month, wouldn't it, or something? We'd start doing it. Yeah. Um, but right. Sod that. Anyway, let's get into talking about the podcast. Um, we want to get all you people in chat involved today because this is more of a chat than it is the normal format where we have the questions and blah, 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 blah. This is just to talk about what games we like, what we've played. Some we might have played, some we might have not. But we're going to talk about our stories and views on the games. Um, and you can pretty much follow this, what's going on as well. If you go to the podcast, what did you call it? The podcast game of the year um and game of the decade room yeah if you get that yeah. room up on discord we're pretty much going to follow through uh all of the hashtags on that page um and then we're just going to talk about what people said about what games we played could be a pretty hard talk though because jansen don't ever play a game and vegan only plays one game so we'll see how this goes well we rely on everyone else games. then won't we 
Yeah, we were live. <laughs> we were live games. on YouTube. Yeah, we're talking about the community. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, next week will be boring, won't it? <laughs> uh, Division yeah. 2, Star Citizen and uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 Yeah, Grey's not even here <laughs> Can't even do that But um, yeah, so what we're going to do is we're going to go through the. I'm going to read out what people have been saying in the community And then it's just going to be a chat about that really About what's what's been said um, And what's going to happen is Jansen's going to go crap game Crap game, crap game <laughs> All the way through And then we're done Right, let's get into this anyway, being serious now. So I put this chat out. Serious face So I put this out uh, a couple of days ago, and we got massive feedback from everybody. Um, So the first person that actually got in there, uh, I believe, uh, was Trev. But I think someone's deleted Trev's name off of there. Um, And he's put in that his game of the the decade is going to be Rust. Um, And his reason, he says... uh, he likes Rust because, um, as uh, Saul Good eighty eight said, it offers so much uh, and rarely gets boring, challenging, but rewarding. And at the same time, plus it has brilliant reviews on Steam. And then he's done some kind of weird mic drop. Um, <laughs> I don't think you can bring plus Rust. Plus, it has brilliant reviews on Steam. Yeah, and it just went, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then all you heard was uh, the tumbleweed go past. But nah. Um, you did that about moving your mouths. Mouths? <laughs> <laughs> I have one mouth. Your mouths. Um, um, Rust is a good game. I don't know about um, Game of the Decade or Game of the Year. Have you seen it lately? Have you seen how good it is? They, I think they've just done a new uh, graphical over, overhaul, haven't they? Oh, they've done loads. It's, it's brilliant. I've seen some great videos on it recently where people like setting up their bases where um, they're like trap people. So a lot of people like to raid bases and steal all their stuff. So what they're doing is very cleverly, they're like building kind of entry areas. So if once somebody gets into that area, then they can it activates something else and locks them in. So they're a prisoner. They can't do anything. It's oh, really? And it, yeah, yeah. It's it, very like... Very clever little See, builds and stuff. So, I've, Do you know what? I played Rust a long, long, long time ago. Um, I couldn't tell you what version it is, but it was a very long time ago. And it was very basic. The map was very basic. Um, and oh. the famous thing in Rust that everyone knows is your dong size. Your willy. Yes. You said that like a proper little kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a family podcast, isn't it? And the only reason why I have to boost Rust is because in-game... I've got the biggest dong. I haven't seen anyone with a bigger dong than me in than in Rust. Um, and basically, I've got a feeling... Compensating? No, no, but I heard... Like, this is honest, yeah? <laughs> I heard that it goes by your Steam library. How many games you've got in your Steam library. That could be total myth. Really? I'm Googling that. That's interesting. Yeah, Does anybody but... else confirm that in chat? And any, can anybody any in chat tell us that? how big your dong size is in Rust? What determines, or is it just luck? But... I did hear this from someone, um, and it does seem to fit. Yeah, because I've heard the same thing as well. So I don't play Rust. I've never played it. But I do know about that part of the game, and I have heard the same uh, same rumours as well. Uh, Man City in, in the chat just said Rust would be his as well. What, game of the year or game of the decade? Um, and he also <laughs> said it's got electrics in the game now, uh, horses and speedboats. So I haven't played it up to that far. This is this is like it's gone into the future. 
but the thing is this is each person's personal opinion of game of the decade so yeah, yeah as where rust may not win any competitions for game of the decade unless it's, it's by the size of my dong <laughs> but it's it's definitely trev's game in a decade and i wouldn't expect him to pick anything else because yeah. that that's the game he rants on about all the time but that's one of the things how do you pick your game of the decade is is there a simple way is it as simple as what game have you played most in the last decade no i don't think it's what you've played most i think it's what you feel was your favorite game like it might be something you don't play anymore but you've got fond memories of so it yeah. might be like Eight years ago, you played Leisure a game suit Larry. and you loved it. So, um, <laughs> it just it's, it's the just... subject. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's literally based on the Steam ID, not what's in your library. So it's randomized. Oh, so, I, so I was halfway there. It is to do with Steam. Yeah, yeah. So everything's randomized based on your Steam ID. So it's just unique to your Steam ID. That's all. You you just got lucky. Ah, fair enough. Uh, uh, Jade in the chat has actually said Rust is good because they wipe the servers frequently. That is something that I actually don't like about the game. I like to have a persistent server where if you're playing the game and you build it up over a month and you build a crazy base, I want to be able to keep my friends on there and we do shifts and we keep that base, but then we raid everybody else coming into the server. They sort of do it every, I think it's every month or every three months, they wipe the server and you have to start again. I just think that's just going around in circles. Yeah, that would annoy me too. Like, if if we were playing a survival game, I went away, I came back and all my work had gone, I wouldn't want to play it anymore. Yeah, exactly. Mystic Dude just says as well, doesn't Rust encourage you to destroy someone else's game? <laughs> yeah, it does. The whole, the whole point of, of Rust is to survive. Uh, you're out in the wilderness, you start off naked... You went to go around getting stones and creating stuff, uh, building a basic base, and then you go around looking for blueprints. When you've got in blueprints, you can go around looking for stuff to build all the stuff on the blueprints, and it gets ad- advanced as electric doors, um, all sorts of devices and stuff, like you're saying, speedboats and stuff. And it's all about everybody builds up their bases, and then they go to war right at the end. Um, I find that fun once. But after the first time, I'll be out. Yeah, you know? it also depends on the server. Like some servers will have very strict rules, and you can only do certain things. And some servers are like loads of mods, and you get so much starting materials, and you can just go go at it. So, it just depends. It's server dependent, and whether they wipe it regularly or not. Some servers keep them running as much as possible, and have it more restricted so it can last longer. I thought their server wipes was only because uh, they host their own servers. Because I've had a Rust server myself, and I had it persistent. I don't know if that's something that's changed over the years. But I, yeah, I actually had a Rust server, very populated, and it was persistent. We kept running it. So I think it's something that came in at a later date. Or it's just because it's a hosting company, which is run by the game developers, uh, like, officially through them. Because I had a massive argument yeah, yeah. with Trevor about it, saying, look, just keep it persistent. He's like, no, they have to wipe it. So if someone wants to fill me in on that, um, then that'd be good. Man City said they've got helicopters in the game as well. Have they really? Yeah, those little one-man yeah, yeah, things, right? Yeah, I think they have, right? yeah. Uh, Jade said that no, the wipe means that everyone's back to basics and no, one, uh, no person can be overpowered. But that's the whole mm-hmm. point of getting good at the game, to be overpowered. You want to be that one guy that's the best. <laughs> yeah, and then you get a group of you want to take him down because he's like yeah. the king of the server and then you'll get together and be like, let's take him down. 
Yeah, but old noob UK, he just said uh, servers start crashing after a while, though. Um, that's not a, so much a crash. What happens is, on a server, the more people in there and the more buildings it's got to remember, the more lag you get. So you start getting more and more laggy as you start having more and more people creating stuff. The best way, I believe, is to solve this is that people have to have a currency and to keep their base from dis like destroying itself. So say you've been on there a week playing and your base is all built and you're ready to fight everyone. If it was a persistent server, what you'd have is is you'd have it where if you don't pay the money up every day to keep the base there, it starts destroying, bits of it start disappearing over time. So it disintegrates till it's gone. And what happens there is you clear out all the people because the problem is that you get on servers is people come, they play for a week, then they leave, they leave their base behind, but then the server's got to remember that base. And if it doesn't disappear, it starts lagging everything out. Like when we was playing Empyrean and we had over 100 people on one planet and then some donut drives his spaceship, which is as big as the planet, into the planet, crashes the whole server. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's the uh, reason they used, why. Uh, they used to do that in they used to do that in um, the DayZ mod. I don't think they do it in the. Uh, oh no, they've got mods in standalone now. So, but yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. You basically have to you have to repair your walls and doors and keep keep them in good condition otherwise they just deteriorate and disappear which is a smart way of doing it really yeah uh, man city comes up with another point now he says yeah it needs wiping because you end up with um like uh spawned uh, spawned into the walls where there's so much stuff and then there's no resources but again this is why empyrean's done it so well man when the, when one um resource runs out a meteorite comes into the planet and lands another yeah. one but it has to go to zero percent <laughs> so it and then you have to go and find it as well. So it's, I think Empyrean out, out does Rust any day, to be fair. Well, it's got Rust the, has it now as well. It's got all the murdering. It's got all of the taking over other people's spaceships. And you can go to all different planets. So, uh, But I, I'm out. more sci-fi as well. So for yeah, me, yeah. Empyrean like, is more, like I don't know, suited for me than Rust would be. Yeah. It's a bit too primitive. Um, oh right, so old noob they do like like vegan just said he must have read your message about they already have that uh, it degrades over time, but it still disappears. Um, right, that was a uh, that's that's Trev's view uh, on Rust, which it's 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 a good game, and I can imagine he's done a thousands of hours in that game. Yeah. I've probably done a couple of hundred hours in that game to be fair, um, but mine was a very long time ago. Right, let's move on to the next one. Uh, and this, I believe, is from Friend or Foe. And he says, okay, right, game of the decade, Witcher 3. And he's putting capitals because he's not messing about. He's being deadly serious with this, man. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, it defines the RPG era, has a great story of amazing side quests, awesome graphics, and variable endings based on your playstyle, uh, with, I believe, 14 different endings possible. Now, I've got to be honest, I think Steve's on a winner here. Witcher 3 could very well be a game of the decade because the graphics in that game are, are amazing um and i've only played that game for a few hours uh and i had lots of games to play at that point in time so i didn't actually stick with it but then this is something we should talk about briefly who's watched the witcher 3 the witcher, you mean the witcher series yeah i've not yeah. watched it no spoilers I, i've actually not played the game either Vegan, you should know better to watch it straight away so you don't get the spoilers. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like I've no never problem. played the game, 
But um, I watched the series, but I, I kind of know the background of the game and the characters and things like that, because obviously it's such a big game. But I watched the series and I thought it was all right. You might need um, to move your mic just a little bit up or away from your mouth because uh, you're breathing into it. Who, me? He gets so pissed with this. He's like, you tell me this every time. Yeah, just move your you, mic up a little bit. It's quite low. Are you, wait, you're talking to me or vegan? Yes, I'm talking to you. He hasn't said anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you said you're breathing into it. I thought you were saying vegan's breathing into his mic. <sighs> It's kind of Darth Vader. Yeah. You can do if you want. Look at him getting his buttons ready. Not getting my buttons ready. You was then you cancelled it. I saw oh, it. Right. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. Yeah, he pressed that, that and then he cancelled it out at the last second because he thought, hey, I've been, I've been done here. Yeah. Oh man. Put him on the spot. Yeah, did he? He, he, he was all ready to say it and then he, he recovered. He pressed the button back quickly. So Stop it! Stop bullying me. This is it. This is bullying on the internet. Oh, Jansen's definitely blowing into his mic now. Yeah, Jansen. Yeah, Jansen. None with the big nose blows, man. It's not a tissue. I'll I'll move it away then. Is that better? Yeah, you've got to talk louder now, though. All right. Anyway, (laughs) The Witcher 3 series. Yeah. Did you binge it? Uh, I watched it over two days. Two days. I watched it over about a week. But I was desperate to watch it, and it was just like Christmas week, and everybody wanted me. They was all pulling my arms and legs each direction. I was like, I just want to watch The Witcher, man. That is amazing. And there is some funny things, though, I'd like to say about it. I, actually, I can't say about whoa, it, because whoa, whoa. it'll be a spoiler. Yeah, you can't, yeah, you can't yeah, do yeah, any spoilers. Because yeah, yeah. the thing is, there's you know. probably a lot of people listening as well that yeah. haven't seen it. So you yeah. know when such and such dies? <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> There's no least bit on mute. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not any spoilers. I'm only joking, people. We won't say anything about it. Um, but the Witcher series is amazing. Whether you've played Witcher or not, it is an amazing program. And I reckon that that is actually going to be up on par with Game of Thrones. And a uh, little fact, quickly, that people probably don't know is, before it came live on Netflix, a few people watched it, like who obviously worked behind the scenes and stuff, and they already signed off six seasons, I heard, because it's that good. Well, but the thing is, it, it's because Netflix has invested so much into it. This yeah. is what they're putting out as their Game of Thrones. So, Wrong. no, it's because Superman is in it. <laughs> that is partly that's part of it. I never even knew he was Superman. All right, what? I didn't. I didn't know who oh, he was. Oh no. Wah, wah, wah. Well, the thing is, it's like, basically because you've got uh, a franchise like Game of Thrones and it did so well, Netflix wanted their own Game of Thrones. So that's why they've gone with The Witcher. And when you when you see like the adverts and stuff for it, it says based on the books. It doesn't even mention the game. Yeah, yeah. That's because the game's based on the books as well. Yeah. So that's why, like, they're going down that Game of Thrones route. So they, they've taken these, like, fantasy books, turned it into a series. And for me personally, I prefer sci-fi over fantasy. So for me, I'd rather watch something like Lost in Space or Star Trek over... Well, you like Lost in Space more than The Witcher? Yeah. He's Does that mean you're going to play Alien Isolation then? Nah. That's sci-fi. And... Yeah, that's what? a bit too slow-paced, though. Is Alien Isolation the one that everybody slated and you just got really pissed off of it? Yeah, it's the one where you've got to creep around. 
Oh, that's a different one. I'm talking about the other one before that. Oh, the uh, the Marines. Yeah, where you Colony like ran... Marines or something. Yeah, Colonial Marines. Colon... Yeah, Colonial. Yeah, Marines. that game was pants. Yeah. That was poop. I just remember everything being wrong in that game. Absolute pants. Uh, but yeah, anyway, like, what would you give Witcher out of ten? Um, the series, like the series, yeah. Eight. What What are you classing Ooh. as ten? Game of Thrones. Um, I don't know. Yes, yeah, I suppose. Breaking yeah, Breaking Bad's a ten. Yeah. So yeah, it, a series. But then that the starts, thing is, it's, it's all personal preference, ends. though, isn't it? It's like, like you personally, like if you on your scale of one to ten, like ten being like the perfect TV series that you can't flaw in any way. Mine like, would be would you... a ten round the twist. I'm oh not talking God. about your ten. I'm talking about <laughs> The Witcher. <laughs> That's a great TV show. Yeah, I could see Vegan just about to start singing it. Have you ever, ever felt like this? That's an amazing program. I, I watch it back with my was, kids now. I, I was just remembering the one of the episodes where skeleton on the, the boys were in. No, no, the boys were in the in the toilets and they were weeing over yes. the over the over wall. The Do you wall. remember that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, the kid he can piss so much it goes over the wall and it's hitting the people on the other side. <laughs> yeah. I'm not being funny. That was a proper program that as a kid you just would never forget. Like I it's on um if you've got Amazon Prime, they've got all the seasons of that on Amazon no Prime. Way. Yeah, and I'm flicking through oh, it my and my kids going to love that. Listen, my kids are just sitting there and I'm like, "Look, cuz I've already scared the shit out of my kids with Goosebumps, like the uh old-fashioned programs." Original. Yeah, you know yeah. when the dog's eyes light up. My, I only got my kid now is eight, and I've only got to play the theme tune, and he runs for cover, man, and he says, "Mom, Daddy's doing it again," <laughs> and like they get well scared. So then I said, yeah. "Look, I've got this other this other program. It's called Round the Twist," and they were like, "Yeah, whatever." Blah blah blah. They sat down, and Round the Twist is like a program that's just well funny. Random stuff happens, and uh, like. They watched the first one where it's called Skeleton on the Dunny and it's about like there's a ghost in the toilet next to their lighthouse where they live. But like the most random things in that program happen. Like one of them, um, his mouth turns to like a bum hole, little round mouth. Yeah. And he can't talk. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that one. And another one, they're, they're out and the seagulls come and they poo on them so much, yeah, that they're all covered in it like a house. The whole house is... <laughs> <laughs> round the twist man I don't know how we got onto this from gaming but that's because you were saying about that's your top 10 TV show in a decade round the twist anyone yeah. if I want to get some comments on anyone watching round the twist that's we'll, hilarious we'll do that next week best round the twist episode yeah oh man yeah. there's a few good ones on I'm going to be watching so much of it with my daughter this weekend because she's never seen it and I think she's going to love it yeah, or is it just uh, our age? Because us three are similar age, so we just we're just locked into this silly old man vibe, which everyone else thinks we're all weird. The thing is, something no, no, like I've been that, watching some like, old stuff with her. Uh, I go back to it and watch it, and then I'm like, oh man, I used to love this as a kid. I go back and watch it, and I think this is a load of crap. No, no, it ain't though. <laughs> I thought that is, myself. But I'm I'm one of those people that I pick holes in stuff. So when I was a kid and I watched it, I just watched it for what it was, and then I've got good memories of it. And then I go yeah. back and watch it, and then I'm like dissecting that would never it. Happen. 
Like, why, yeah, why exactly. is that guy going there? That's stupid. Like, <laughs> yeah, why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> you, I'll, I'll sit next <laughs> to Jackson just over and over again, just saying, it's just a program, Giants. It's just a program. Yeah. Uh, Mystic Dude just <laughs> but said. But they shouldn't the be going in there! <laughs> yeah. Mystic Dude in the chat just said that he watches the. Uh, the reruns of the weather, but he did like the preacher. Preacher was good. Yeah, I love preacher. How has this turned into movie or program of the decade? No, no, TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should get back to the games. Yeah. Anyway, friend of ours is so back to the Witcher three. <laughs> <laughs> but to be I'm fair, play it. Witcher three. You know that's going to be on pretty much every game in the decade top ten that's out there. Witcher 3 is probably going to be on it. Yeah, there's so many people that are interested in that game. And it's not even that. You've got like spin-off games of like um, the game you play in the pub. Always getting muddled up. Uh, Gwent? Is it Gwent or is it the other one? There's another game like that as well that I get muddled up with. A uh, card game on the computers. Um, but I can't remember, to be fair. It was ages mm, ago. Card I played game. Witch- yeah, when you're in the pub in the Witcher 3, you get to play a game, don't you, in the pub? And it's like... Okay, I'm not... No? Snap. I've not played it, so I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, The Witcher 3, it is a good game. I played it all the way through to where you're sort of looking for a banshee. Did you find that in the program, there weren't as many monsters, for being a monster hunter, there weren't yeah. as many monsters as you thought. And there was a couple of like really good fighting scenes, but you wanted to see a lot more of them fighting scenes. Yeah, that, but that that was the exact thing that I thought when I was watching it, like the choreographing of him like sword fighting was amazing and i was like i need to see more of that but there was there was too much story and not enough action yeah. and like yeah when he fought a monster like it was quite good but you're yeah. you're expecting more but then i don't know if they didn't want to just go put, like put all their tables on and... the card all the tables on the cards <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they didn't want to put all their tables on one card. <laughs> well, without That'd without seeing it and without playing the game, it sounds like they're setting it up, they're character building, getting people yeah. with characters because not everybody's going to have played the games. Um, yeah. So they've they've got a they've got a lot of work to get people understanding the law, the history behind it. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so, Mystic yeah. dude just said uh, figures released say more people are playing The Witcher Three now since the series than before. And when it first came out on Netflix, it's another fact, it actually was the highest game on Twitch and on Steam being played when that came out because everybody just flocked to it. And do you know what? I've spoke to so many people at work and stuff because obviously outside of uh, the computer stuff and the geekiness, there's normal people that I know as well. And like they'll be, I'll be like, you've been watching The Witcher? And they'll be like, yeah, it's really good. And I'm like, do you know what it's about? And they're like, yeah, it's about that Monster Hunter dude. I said, did you know it's a computer game and a book? They're like, no. I just thought it was a program, but it's like really, really good. So it, it's like all of them potential people that could go back to buy that game, and you can buy The Witcher Three now quite cheap. Yeah, you know. So <laughs> normal people, what are they? Yeah, we don't know <laughs> them. Them kind of people, we don't mix with them. The outsiders. Yeah. Highest viewer rating series of Netflix of twenty nineteen. Wow, is it really? I really need to play this game. Yeah. And it, and that was only with three days left of the year or so. Yeah, but the thing is, it's because there was so much hype built up, like um, to I didn't the release see any, of The Witcher. I didn't see any hype. Really? What did you see? 
saw loads of stuff. That's what I was saying. Like this is going to be um, like Netflix's um, Game of Thrones. So they were putting it out there that this is going to be the next big thing on TV. Really? Yeah. I didn't see nothing. The most I saw was on a billboard, Gandani M4, and it just had a picture of uh, uh, of him on there. Of Superman, yeah. Of Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I never actually even knew that. I was speaking to someone. Was it you, Jad? They're like, yeah, but well, he's Superman, isn't he? I, can't, I was surprised that he got into a TV program on Netflix. I was <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know. But he, he well looks like the Witcher in the games. Yeah, he does play the part well. And do you reckon that's his real voice, or do you reckon that's been put in? Um, no, that's his real voice, but I, I think he's he's putting a voice on. They took all his the voice is, Yeah, yeah, his voice is quite deep, but I think he's made it a bit more gravelly like for the show. Yeah. Brent Defoe said, Nick, we saw no hype due to playing Red Dead all the time. We was in there. Yeah. Dude, I'm not being well, funny. I've played a lot of Red Dead, mate, but I think you, you sucked your whole life away. You've been playing every single day, all day and night for like the last two months. Got to say, Red Dead's one of my contenders. It's got to be. But, um, Interesting. yeah, The Witcher 3 uh, from Friend or Foe. Uh, if you've got any more you want to talk about that, uh, Friend or Foe, just let us know in the chat. Uh, but moving on from there, uh, we've got Jade. Jade's in the chat here. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm. I'm quite excited to see what goes on around this game because I'm sure you two have never heard of it. Quite. Yeah, go for it. Because yeah, I've never heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. So Jade says uh, my game of the decade is going to have to be Ori and the Blind Forest. I swear you just made that game up. <laughs> no, I'm looking at it not loud. It looks beautiful. She said it's a beautiful game with a cute emotional storyline. And it makes smiles just thinking about it. Wait for it. Is Vegan going to do a little smile? <laughs> what was that? That was like a balloon went off. <laughs> Did you do a voice yeah, change? Yeah, lovely. Look, what are you talking about? Did I you think change that was, a, was that a sound effect? Yeah, I don't know what that was. That was just my voice. No, it weren't. That was some weird-ass thing. Yeah. I thought you twitched on a porno by accident for a second there. You know, like when you used to be watching telly with your mum and dad on, like, the old um, analogue channels. Do you remember that? When you used to be watching, like, the analogue channels and then, like, you'd be watching EastEnders and then for, like, two seconds some some porno comes on. You're like, what's that? And then it disappears. (laughs) Do you remember those days? No. Never. No. Oh, come on. That happened. I don't know what weird upbringing you had, but this is not normal. <laughs> you don't remember stuff like that happening? Like, it would you just fuzz on for a second. TV. Where someone's, like, yeah. put... Someone's, like, done it like a pirate station, and they've put the video up, and it's been taken down straight away. No. <laughs> what, someone hacked the BBC? Yeah, I'm being steadily serious. Has anybody ever seen this before? Where Are you TV... sure this wasn't just wet dreams you had as a young man? <laughs> Maybe it was my dad's. His video recorder switched over. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he was watching EastEnders that he had recorded, and he had recorded it over a porno. And then it just came back for a couple of seconds. Man City in the chat's just summed this all right up. Nick, what planet are you from? <laughs> and I even, I even read that wrong. Must be a yeah, London no, thing. <laughs> Mystic Dude says, lol, no, Nick. No one else watched porno with their parents, just you. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, but I didn't say it. Oh, man. I'm a special, unique kind of guy. 
to get like me, you've got to have a very special upbringing. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, yeah, the game looks lovely. Looks like a really, <laughs> really nice uh, platformer, beautifully graphical, graphically made. Game of the um, year. I don't know. I've never played it, but it looks amazing. Game of the decade. It's really atmospheric. Um, but yeah, like Jade's saying, um, game of the decade for this one, isn't she? Yeah. Mm. But then again, obviously, it's her view, and it's obviously uh, Jade. How many hours have you put into this game to make it your game of the decade? You know, have you like put like a serious amount into this game? Have you completed it like twenty times, or is it a game that's just ongoing? Like, it'd be good to know more about it. Have you played it for 20 years? What's it called? I'll get it on the big screen. Ori. Ori. She's never played it. I thought she seriously wrote that in. Okay, let me see Let me see if I can get it up. Ori and the Blind Forest. Let's have a look, people. Uh, let me get it full screen. Has the forest got a guide dog? So, a description of it. Ori and the Blind Forest tells the tale of a young orphan destined for heroics through a visually stunning action platformer crafted by Moon Studios for PC. Is that it? Is that what it says? Yeah, hold on. The forest of Nibel, uh, Nibel is dying after a powerful storm sets a series of devastating events in motion. Come on, at least do the voice acting with a bit of background. A bit background. Do it a bit, bit more emotional. Hold on then, hold on. The forest of Nibel is dying after a powerful storm sets a series of devastating events in motion. An unlikely hero must journey to find his courage and confront a dark nemesis to save his home. Nice. I'm not... That was good. That, that makes was good. me want to play it now. <laughs> yeah. Makes me want to hang myself behind his green screen. <laughs> That's really sad. <laughs> I'm a bit disappointed that no one heard my joke. What, what did you say? Has the forest got a guide dog? We didn't get it. We ignored you. I know. That's why it hurt my feelings. You don't have feelings, Jans, to be hurt. (laughs) Is that the smallest violin playing for me? F in chat for Jansen's joke. (laughs) I like the way... I think (laughs) you keep pressing repeat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, to be fair, this does look like it's got some nice graphics, but I can't see any gameplay. It doesn't really look like I know what's going on. There's a little guy um, in the middle. It's pretty cute. Yeah, but the thing is, this does look very nice. Um, you heard it here first. Nick said like a guy was cute. Yeah, side-scrolling. I was talking about you, vegan. Yes. <laughs> and that that hair. <laughs> I thought you were going to get a video of it up, Nick. You just got like... Oh, I can get a video if you want to see one. Yeah. There you go. We can talk it's about it. But like, Jade, really? Game of the decade? Tell us why it's game of the decade. Yeah, like, that's what we want to know. We want to know why. We want like, answers. A, there's a game like this called uh, This War of Mine, which everyone raves about. I've not actually played it. But it's everywhere you go. Everybody's talking about it, and like it looks amazing. If you'd have come up with something like that, then I'd have been like, "Oh, fair enough." But like, I've not even heard of this game. But then again, I don't because, like um, platformers as well. They annoy me. 
Oh, going on. So it's a personal thing. She's going on games uh, she's played this decade. So, so I don't enjoy games by myself, uh, but I really enjoyed this game. So it's obviously something that struck a chord with Jade, and um, some games do that. There's some absolutely well, stunning games that, out That's there. the good thing about like what we're doing now. It's your personal preference. So it's yeah. it's what you liked. It's not what the general public liked. This is your chance to get your game on our podcast. <laughs> but yeah, it, it looks like visually it looks really nice, but I can't imagine like uh, much of a storyline with a side scrolling platform game because it doesn't seem like there's enough going on. Yeah. Uh, how can you. I know what you it's mean, like, but how can you know that? Uh, just from looking, I'm just guessing. <laughs> this is what he does. Yeah, no, this is what he does to me, vegan, all the time. He sees me playing a game. His that game's crap, and I'm like, "How do you know?" I'm just just guessing because you're <laughs> playing. Make, it, Nick. You're That's making assumptions you're based on little to zero facts. And do you know what? Me and Jan, is... have to... I'm just using the facts that I've got, and with those facts, that's the answer it gave me. And the funny thing is, okay, vegan, me... yeah, we have this conversation, me and Jansen, behind closed doors about business and about stuff like that, and Jansen will go never make an assumption assumptions is what always causes problems <laughs> yeah and then he makes an assumption in the next breath no but i'm i'm not making an assumption i'm saying what i feel from what i've seen so you're so, okay I, but I, I, maybe they saying, don't want to give it all away. i can't maybe see just i can't see how you can have like an in-depth storyline with a side scrolling platform game because there's not much going on so you're just jumping yeah. around flipping around going sideways there could be cutscenes in it yeah there could yeah, be but it, it didn't show cutscenes, so that's why i'm just saying like from what Let i've me... seen I, I can't see how they right, in a nutshell give us your view of that game in a nutshell hold on let me let me read the latter um, oh man he's loving a bit of reading tonight isn't he? description have you got a bit of music featuring no featuring hand-painted artwork meticulously animated character performance and a fully orchestrated score Ori and the Blind Forest explores a deeply emotional story about love and sacrifice and the hope that exists in us all. Definitely don't want to play that game. (laughs) Well, I like what Jade wrote uh, about it's got better graphics than 90% of the games that Nick's plays. Don't start on me. (laughs) It's not all about graphics, people. So that game you're going to play because it's got nice graphics, but then it's boring. Well, Thanks for th- sharing that with us, Jade. I, th- I think it looks like a lovely game. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, uh, I'd give it high marks on like visuals, but um, I-, I don't know like how a s- there's a storyline there. But yeah, but you can't yeah, you I can't don't... give it any marks on story because you've not played it though, right? Exactly. You have to. Yeah. So visually, <laughs> it looks amazing, but you got to play it. To Mystic have a, dude a says, uh, "What Jansen? No story on a side scroller." I cried at the end of Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. <laughs> you know what? I came out of the cinema yesterday because I watched that film, The Gentleman. That film's amazing. And then when we came oh. out, we were seeing all the previews for the film Sonic. And oh, Dr. Yeah. Robotnik is Jim Carrey. Yeah. Is it really? Oh, yeah. oh funny, they've, imp- they've improved him now, though, haven't they? The Sonic, they they went back to the drawing board and he looks much more like Sonic now. Do you remember yeah, what he looked yeah. like originally? What a net oh, kind of weird rat looking thing. Yeah, <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah, was that on like the preview they put out where he's running? 
ages yeah, yeah. ago. Uh, they've, so they've yeah, changed like that a, for like the a same teaser film. trailer. Yeah, they've literally. Yeah, they've literally redesigned him for the film. I imagine. I imagine it wasn't like a too monumental a task because it's essentially just replacing the character visuals. But yeah. still, it's quite interesting. Oh, oh, no, it's friend, it's great that they listen okay, to the boys, community. Move on. Vegans put me off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was like twelve. He wants you to find a visual ago. comparison for the two Sonics. Yeah, I'll find it. Can we do that? Send me put a link in the chat so yeah. everyone click it and then I'll get it up on screen. Right, yeah, let's yeah, move yeah. on. Uh, Next. That was Jade's game that looked uh, definitely not game of the decade, but might have been <laughs> on a work game. <laughs> uh, nice review. Yeah. Definitely not game of the decade, but it looks like it might be okay. <laughs> That's the sort of thing I would review. I'd write. Yeah. Uh, uh, she said we need to read out what there she said go. above. She said what the bit where it says I don't think it's a top ten uh, game of the decade, but decade. <laughs> <laughs> but on games I've played and enjoyed. Now that's fair enough. There Next time, just put it in the unlocks. games I enjoyed room. But the thing is, I guess this is what it is. It's like the game you've played in the last 10 years that you enjoyed the most. Yeah. Uh, and just to be just to be like completely fair as well and honest, we know Jade very well, so she always knew that we was going to take the piss a little bit. True, yeah. In fact, I think she might have put that game in there just to see what we say about it. I reckon she might be trolling us. Or she might be completely real, we don't believe her. If she if she was trolling us, she would have put some game with really bad graphics that you would have loved, and I would have ripped <laughs> up. Oh God! She said she was going to put Golf It or uh, Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite. No one else has said Fortnite. I don't think. No. To be fair, um, so Fortnite would have been a good one, better than that one. But I reckon it's because the age of uh, everyone in the communities, like she got scared. She didn't want to be shunned for being a Fortnite player in our community of old people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's classic. Oh, man. Right, let's move on. Uh, after Jade, we've got uh, Ants in Your Pants. And I see that he's already left chat because he's got work at, like, stupid o'clock in the morning. Um, but I actually spoke to him because if anyone was watching, we actually built Ants in His Pants a computer over um, Christmas, which was pretty cool. Um, there was a few pictures in Discord of it. Uh, which was quite a good day for us, wasn't it? Having a laugh and a drink. But, yeah, um, pizza. Yeah, pizza uh, and a few bits and bobs. But yeah, Anthony Pants, he says uh, for him it's Skyrim. He said uh, it had its bugs for sure, but with being a Bethesda game, uh, it's probably the best RPG of all time. Every RPG since has tried to copy it in some way. If you consider all the mods available to customise the game in any way, you want also a huge bonus. Uh, it came out in 2011 or 2012 and still being played and sold in large numbers to this day. Uh, I don't, have you not played Skyrim? No. Yeah, I played Skyrim. Do you know what? I played Skyrim, and I played that for probably over a thousand hours. I played every single mission. Uh, only thing being is I played it on an Xbox. I didn't play it on PC. It was before the days I got back into the PC, um, when I used to just chill, sit in my old-fashioned X rocker chair with the speakers in the sides... <laughs> <laughs> and just lay on the floor and look at my TV and play. Uh, and how, I, how old were you? I don't know. I couldn't tell you, to be fair. This was two years ago. This is Xbox 360 days. <laughs> this was last week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, this was Xbox 360 days. 
because uh, what uh. you don't know about me, vegan, is I actually used to be an Xbox fanboy, and I used to I used to play games for achievements. I was an achievement hunter, and back in the day, I was one of the higher people. I had like fifty thousand achievement points. I actually had, um, and it's quite funny looking back. I had Love Film, and I would have it on a ten game or a five game delivery. So every week, I'd have five new games coming through the door. I would play them, get as many achievements as I can in them hours, send them back. I played Barbie. I played that one where you get a thousand points for loading the game up, and then I'd send them back, uh, all because I was trying to get the achievements in competition with other people. Looking back, it seemed very pointless. Yeah, achievement. Well, the first, or... yeah, the first step to admitting addiction is is talking about it. So you're making a good step here. Yeah, We're here for you. It, well, no, nothing's really changed. Yeah. He's still yeah. playing games to collect stuff. Yeah. yeah, that is my problem. I think. Yeah, you're a you're an achievement hunter. Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm an achievement hunter, and I can't help it. But um, yeah, the good thing about <laughs> Skyrim is <laughs> Skyrim's uh, um, an amazing world. Uh, I actually got into Skyrim and Fallout Four around the same time, or one just before the other, because they were my favourite type of games at the time. Open world fantasy. I love the fact that you can go around, you can do whatever mission you want, and you don't have to stick to any kind of storyline. You can go to the guy in a little random hut, and he'll give you a mission to go and get a magical sword. Or you can go and do the storyline and try and go forward with that. And even when you finish the main storyline, you can go back and just continue building up your different levels for different like factions in the game. Um, and as Ant taps down on in that like conversation there is... One thing that Skyrim did first was all the mods. If you're playing on a single player uh, and not on like the online Skyrim of today, you can actually go in there and you could have put hundreds of mods in and you can make it photorealistic. Um, you've also got the VR version of it now as well, which I've never played, but I hear is an amazing uh, VR experience, one of the best. But um, I can't see you playing Skyrim, Jans. No, uh, I do like open world but I'm not really a fan of fantasy. So it, it, when it comes to films, I can watch things like Lord of the Rings, I can enjoy it. But when it comes to games, I, I, I don't really like enjoy it that much. You don't much. like role-playing, right? Uh, no, I don't mind role-playing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind it, but it's just when it comes to fantasy, sometimes like it just gets a bit much. Like I, don't, like, I, I can play an open-world game like Fallout, or uh, Far Cry or something like that and I'll really enjoy it but then when it comes to something like uh, World of Warcraft or Skyrim or something like that I, I, I lose interest like because I'm not that interested in all the magic and the spells and all that crap that goes with it so uh, I'd rather like get a bulletproof vest and an AK-47 rather than what about a and, a, and, a ca- and a cape but <laughs> I'll, I'll take either Kalashnikov or an AK. <laughs> <laughs> this is coming back every week to haunt you guys. I know. I've got something in my eye. Oh, man. But yeah, like, uh, Vegan, your view on Skyrim? Uh, I think it's an amazing game. Um, I was just Googling uh, to see if there was a sci-fi mod for Skyrim, and there is. Really? So oh. you could totally play... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's called... <laughs> it's called... M H A R P H I N version two, and looks like there's some roboty type 
um characters it looks pretty mental so there you go there's your in- there's your inroad you ain't gonna play it um but yeah no i love the game i love that it's open world i love that i could just go in and do whatever i wanted you know uh, yeah get killed for going to some areas where there's some pretty dangerous enemies but it's good uh, that's yeah, you you could literally world, right? just go like I'm going north and I'm going to keep walking up that mountain and see where it goes and you'd come across like some random missions which you actually felt like you was in the wrong place but you mm. found something secret uh, and as Ant says there there was a lot of bugs in the original version and friend or foe in the chat saying the same thing that the game was really buggy though he remembered not being able to complete a dungeon because the NPC didn't spawn took him three days to complete it I actually had similar experiences I played the game all the way to the end I had hundreds of hours in it, and then I was on a uh, main mission, and it was to find something in a house, and the bit in the house I had to find just didn't show up, didn't spawn, or or the the drawer it was in, or saying didn't the button didn't show up to open the drawer. So, like, and I remember for ages just thinking like, where is this thing? And I'm searching and I'm searching and I'm looking online. Is it in the drawer? Is it here? And they're like, no, it's, it's just there. It should just be there on top of the cabinet. And it just didn't spawn in. And it was like, man, like I've had enough of it. And that's how I ended the days with that. But even though we, we finished with Skyrim, a few of us actually went into uh, the Elder Scrolls online, but it never had the same feel. It was so yeah, much That Elder Scrolls game. Online, didn't that get a lot of hype as well before it came out? It got a lot of hype before yeah, it came cause... out. It was a subscription game. Um, and basically it was crap. And then what happened was they'd done the subscriptions, then they changed it to you can buy it outright, and then they started giving you like free-to-play sections. Um, and I think now it is free-to-play, but you've got extras that you can pay for in-game, or there's like a low tier, but it's only like five quid or something. Um, but we played it for a little while. Like People were like, oh look, there's new Elder Scrolls Online, let's go and play that. They played it for a little bit, and they were like, nah, I prefer rimming. tumbleweed <laughs> don't get it Skyrim people that play it are rimmers are they I think you got that wrong I think the rimmers would be from Rimworld I, I think today is not your joke day no I think he needs to get a it's, big hook drag him out of that little box today is not your joke day that's as, that's as funny as it gets from Jansen, funny enough. It just gets dry. No, so been, dry that they don't know what they're doing. Someone somewhere is doing a slow clap for me. Like, he does that joke and then me and you are like... <laughs> You're like, where's the punchline? <laughs> the formulas. It's all the formulas coming up in front of our face trying to work that it out. That got so bad that Man City actually used all of his points to say rimming in bold. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is if you was a if it was called rimming and the game you was a rimmer surely that would be in the game rim world maybe but this has still got rim so surely you'd be a character from red dwarf yeah you'd be rimmer but you're 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 sky rimming no you, you're getting sacked <laughs> doesn't matter how many times you say it <laughs> yeah you keep saying it it's gonna make it funny no i'm, tr- I'm trying to explain it Explaining the joke never makes it funny. Exactly. It makes you've it got worse. to explain the joke. 
then that means that it was pointless. <laughs> Don't say it next time. We, we should have just carried on after the tumbleweed. Why no, we this is way too it. much of a big reason for me and Please Beavis. stop talking about the joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how funny is that? Before the show, I said to Vegan at some point, he'd done that before, and I said, at some point, you've got to do that in the live show. And you just found the perfect point. It would have only been better if you'd have done... Explaining that as just literally... It would have been such better if you just went, boring. (laughs) (laughs) That's Jansen's Jansen's tagline. Boring. (laughs) Uh, Man City said they should have been Skyrimmers. Yeah, that's what I said. No, you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't say that. (laughs) Yeah, because... You were like, it would be Rimworld. And I was like, no, because they're Skyrimming. Yeah, but at the original punchline, you said Rimmers. You didn't say Skyrimmers. No, but I said they they did these Elder Scrolls online and decided they'd go back to Rimming. Yeah, but there, there was but such a big they, gap they, that no one understood go, it. If I said they want to go back to Skyrimming, <laughs> it's not as funny. It wasn't funny anyway. Yeah, I know, but it would have been even less funny. No, you couldn't get any less funny if your head I fell off. We're still talking about it. <laughs> oh my so, God. moving on. <laughs> so, there's all oh, sorts of comments read, going I... in the chat now. Little Donkey's like, who doesn't prefer rimming? I can read the, I can read Grey Gamers one out if you want. Oh, I like man. reading. Uh, so, like, let so, me say it one more time. Lord of the to, Rims. To... <laughs> 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 oh my god. So, Grey Gamer says, um, in response to Ants, if Witcher 3 never happened, Skyrim would have been my game of the decade shortly after Division 2. I know exactly what Jansen's going to say here. I'm not saying anything. But you, all right, this is what you would have said. He would have said, look, Ray, why are you texting in chat about your game of the decade when you're on the podcast? Is that what you would have said? Yeah. But the thing is, <laughs> that you put it in the notes. Her response I, just, yeah. I said it in the chat, like, when he put it in there. Because, obviously, all of us as the podcasters, we're going to do it next week. And we're going to talk about our own ones. And Gray kept putting in there, I think this, I think that. And I was like, leave it out, Gray. Like... It's meant to be for everyone else. Leave it out, Gray. Oi, Gray, cut it out, mate. <laughs> Have a day off. We need Frank Bruno in here. Where's Frank Bruno? <laughs> I'll, I'll call him once they get on the phone. I'll call him up. Thanks. Oi, Gray Keezer, cut it out, mate. You're taking the piss. <laughs> <sighs> Thanks, Frank. Am I back to normal now? Yeah. What, what do you mean, are you back to normal? Oh, yeah, sorry, Frank. Yeah, yeah, cheers, mate, bye. <laughs> he didn't hang up the phone, he's still on the line. Uh, Man City says, so was that a joke or not? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's reeling it back in. Tune oh, man. Right, let's get on to the out. next one before Jansen starts telling us jokes again that are not really jokes, they're just boring words. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the next one up is, um, uh, oh, Anton Your Pants says again, without Skyrim, there'd be no Witcher, which you just said, I take. Um, is that true? Without Skyrim, there'd be no Witcher? Was well, Witcher because Skyrim the back of Skyrim? Out. Well, it's just because it came out first, isn't it? So you're saying it's like a spin-off of it? Yeah. Is Witcher 3 similar to Skyrim? Yeah. 
Have you not played Witcher like, 3? No, no, I already said that earlier. Um, you should definitely is it try like, it. Is it really similar to Skyrim, or is it... it uh, yeah, style? open world fantasy setting, going around, uh, collecting missions, doing stuff. Yeah, pretty similar. Same sort of feel. But um, I would say The Witcher 3 has built onto Skyrim every mistake they would have made for building that game. The Witcher 3 corrected it and made it perfect. Um, from graphical to bugs. I never had a bug in it. It just works and it works fine. Um, but moving on. Uh, because uh, Funzy, he's put his game of the year, has to be hands down PC Building Simulator of the decade. PC Building Simulator. And I agree with you because we're in it. So uh... yeah, that's. I thought that was a good shout. Like that's one game I I I wasn't really thinking about because it's not like the most popular game. But um, when he put that in there, I thought, yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah, because uh, vegan. Did you know that we're in PC Building Simulator? Yes, yeah, you've told me about seventeen thousand two hundred twelve times. Vegan, do you know that we're in PC Building Simulator? <laughs> <laughs> How that many was a times good now? Joke. How take, many times? Take notes, Jensen. Seventeen thousand two hundred thirteen. Oh, you remembered? I tried to trick him. You can't trick that vegan. You know what they're like? They always remember everything. They have to try and jump back at you when you say about the meat. <laughs> Elephants are vegan. <laughs> uh, one little discussion we could talk about if we're doing a vegan off-topic. KFC brought out a <laughs> vegan burger today, and oh. I think it's he wants to try it, but I think it's wrong of him purely because he shouldn't be doing that whole business corporation. That silence. silence, silence. I will try it if I want to try it. <laughs> End of. Move on. I was about to get Frank Bruno back, but we'd have had a, a voice off. <laughs> yeah, but I know what you mean, Nick. It's like it's giving money to the man. It's yeah. Like, yeah. You're, you're, but, it, but it's, also it's at the same time, veganism. If... Plastic vegan. Shut up. Shut up. Change his name to the plastic vegan. If enough people try it and like it and enough people have this demand for it, then they'll start to realise, okay, maybe we don't need to kill animals. Maybe we can try and get this product to make the other products. But what do you think of someone like KFC doing it because they think it's uh, it's the thing to do because it's popular? No, Uh, they're doing it because the amount of money that's involved. Yeah. So I, it, I it's think, fashionable. Yeah, of course they're doing it for money, but also I think that a lot of big companies are starting to realise that if they don't start changing their ways, then they're just going to be left behind. So we'll see. I'll try it. I'll give what, my like verdict next week. When they didn't want to go online, and then they died out. Exactly. Yeah. Is that why yeah, they like died? Blockbuster, like Blockbuster, for example, yeah. you got streaming services coming in and stuff like that. They 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 were too far behind. Yeah. Then their own fault they went under it's a shame but then if if companies especially massive companies like that if they're not gonna be positive and forward-thinking enough and kind of recruit people that are going to help them evolve with like how us fast with cloud we're gaming. evolving as a species <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly but yeah but we're evolving we're talking about tv series now look at us pioneering yeah. podcasts yeah we might have a online magazine next no, we'll just yeah. hack we'll just hack yeah. their data center <laughs> And we've already got Frank Bruno on as well. Like, we're getting the big stars in. <laughs> Some A-list celebrities in. What does your boat run on? Fossil fuels? Uh, it does run on diesel, yes. But it we don't, bio? It, it, doesn't, it doesn't move out of the marina. It's in for most of the year and goes out for four weeks. And that's literally out of the marina, parked up, and then back in again. So Can't you run it any. on biodiesel? 
Um, I guess we could actually, yeah. I'm, I've been looking at um, getting my car running on biodiesel as well. Isn't that like vegetable oil? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you, I think you have to have a little mix like of normal diesel with it. But isn't that illegal? Um, no, it's not illegal. Jesus Christ! Like literally, McDonald's lorries. Have you seen them? The massive advert on the back of their lorries. Yeah, the difference that they is use they the... pay tax to the government on their bio oil. Yeah, you're, so you're not you're not allowed to run. <laughs> tax dodger. <laughs> yeah, you, you're not allowed to run your car on the road. Yeah. Run purely on biodiesel. Yeah, no, well, yeah, there has to be some sort of mix, right? He's like, no, but anyway, yeah, well, I'm, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, anyway, let's I'm change the subject. Let's get out of this now, please. Shut I, I'm sinking here. <laughs> <laughs> Ideally, I'd like to get an electric car, but the, until until they've finished milking oil for as much as they possibly can, um, it's going to be a seats. while until I can afford one. But anyway, getting back to it. No. Getting back to it. Uh, PC building simulator. Uh, obviously, I don't think that's ever going to win for Game of the Decade, but it is an amazing game purely because it's something that's never been seen before. Uh, I loved, not just because we're in the game, I actually loved playing that game on a single player. Uh, and yeah, Jansen was, me and you were playing at the same time, weren't we? And then what happened was, is uh, Jansen broke his game uh, and then stopped playing it. Yeah. It was pretty good because we started from scratch at the same time. Yeah. And we kind of went a bit head to head, wasn't it? It's like yeah. trying to see who could make the most money. Um, and then, yeah, like uh, it was a bit of a glitch because we got it quite early on. Um, and, yeah, I couldn't get um, couldn't get my game back. So I'll, at that point, I'll, I moved on. But yeah. I've, I've been <laughs> back to it a few times to see um, the updates that they've done because they've yeah. got they've got workshops. workshops. Yeah. You've got an Asus workshop and you've got a Razer uh, workshop. You've got a normal workshop that we're in. Um, and the good thing about that game is as well, it goes through the motions of PC building. So you start off by doing basic jobs, like just blowing out your machine, blowing the dust out, uh, broken graphics cards, stuff like that. And then as you go up the levels, you get more and more involved in this whole workshop because it does work as you're running your uncle's shop. Uh, and as you go through the game, you take over percentages of his business until like 50% you could change the name of the shop and it's your shop. Till you oust your own uncle. You're like, see yeah. your uncle. Yeah, it's yeah. Pretty much I like run that. this joint now. But there's little parts of that game that people don't realise, like little touches which they put in, which is quite good. So on your office PC in the office, it automatically picks up your uh, background from your desktop in real life. So when you go on your PC in the game, it's got Extreme PC UK. Uh, on the desktops in the in the office um and other little things is like you've got a calendar and at the end of the day you have to leave the shop come back in the morning and there's little touches like if you switch the lights off in the office at the end of the month you save on electricity uh and just little yeah. things like that which i thought was pretty cool like just little cool add-ons to that game like the um, internet radio at the same time yeah but sorry say that again jazz uh internet radio that you've got on your pc yeah so you you can play music whilst you're playing the game. Yeah, like every internet radio station's on the computer when you're playing. It is really good. It's really good. It's cool. Yeah. Um, the only thing I'd like to have seen in that game, to be honest, though, was um, I'd have liked to have like a front-of-house store where you can build PCs and then people come and buy them so you can put them in the window. So like when your friends come around, like say you came around to my house today, Jance, I was playing PC Building Simulator, you come in and you're like, oh, look, what have you built? And then they're all on the shelves so people can see the get the, the machines that you've built. 
Yeah, a bit like having your cars in GTA. You've got your garage, and they're all there on display. So yeah, yeah. like you can walk around and see them. Like yeah, it'd be cool to have like a shop front, and then yeah. you can walk around your shop and see all your PCs on and shelves. And like PCs that you've built in game, you take photos of, and you can put them in posters on the walls and stuff like that, so yeah. people can come around once they're gone. Oh, talking about taking photos in game, I love a, when a game implements a really good screen, like in game photography slash screenshotting system. I absolutely uh, love it. I spent that cool? hours in games Ansel. doing that. Um, oh, you can do it. I've never used Ansel. How weird is that? Well, that gives you. That doesn't just give you photos. It gives you 4K quality, so it will upscale to 4K. So but you doesn't get that give you photo. a 360 degree view yeah. as well? So you so, can look at a sunset, take the picture. It's a 4K picture, but when you send it to someone, they can stand in the position you stood in and look and around. Then look around as well. What really? Know that. I don't know if it works no, like I that. I didn't know that. I just thought it was like a screen and then like a slightly advanced no, no. screenshotting thing. I, I don't, don't think it works where they. I'm not sure to be fair if they can do that, but I know you when you take the photo can do that. So you press a, a keyboard, a combination, it goes into that mode, and then you can turn all around and t- move camera in and out and stuff like that to get your perfect photo. Uh, and you can like edit it there and then like lightings and stuff like that photo mode okay cool but it's oh, really really good out. it is a good bit of kit yeah. if you want to take photos of your game because i've hands... never taken a picture in a game before and yeah. I've, I've played some pretty good looking games as well and i play in 4k so some of the sceneries that i've seen in game before like i've actually stopped in game to just look into the distance and think that looks amazing but mm. i've never thought to myself i'm going to take a picture of that it depends. Like, we've got Hans who used to I'm, be on the I'm podcast. A so. Yeah, well, Hans used to be on the podcast, and what he does is our Facebook group, he still runs it, and every now and then he'll be like, look, this is The Witcher 3, 4K, all the different areas, and he'll put the pictures on in 4K for people to take. Um, just a little extra that people like. But yeah, um, getting back to it, PC Simulator, like, that's a, that's a good game to talk about and to get involved in. Um, yeah. I don't think it would ever win Game of the Year or the Game of the Thing just because the games out there are just so big at the moment. Um, but definitely a uh, a good game. It probably wins something of like new contender or something because it was quite a small game, and then it's just blown up like so quickly. Like it got so much publicity so quick. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Not to the extent where it would compete with something like Witcher Three. Yeah. Um, moving on. Right. The next game we're going to be bringing up and talking about is uh, friend or foe's game, and he basically said uh, Red Dead Two. Probably the prettiest game ever made. Great mechanics. The story is so cinematic. It's like a movie. To top it off, uh, a real fun online game that was kind of taken over uh, our community, basically. And to be fair, I'm addicted to Red Dead 2. I would say that is one of my games of the year or decade. It could be up there. Yeah, because Steve's put this in as his game of the year, not the decade. Yeah, but I'm saying for Mm. me, this is something that... Like like we said, a game of the decade is something that's so influential that you feel like you're going to remember it for a long time. It's mm. something that's going to stick with you. And like he said, not only is Red Dead 2 being an amazing like graphical game, it's also a seven online players, for like seven players per server, or, or one instance in a server. And to ride out with your mates, like seven of you, you all get your horses and then you all ride off together to do a mission... It's just something about it that's just, well, funny. One person falls off their horse, one's like, goes off a cliff. You're proper laughing the whole time. And then you get the missions on top of that. And to be fair, Red Dead 2 at the moment, 
I've completely finished because you get like all different job roles. You've got collector. You've got um, like um, the moonshine is the latest one where you run like an illegal like drinking business where you buy like a, a whole little house and then like I can bring everybody in. So I bring you two in and we go and do missions where we shut down other moonshine businesses by killing everyone. And then we bring their goods back to ours and then the man will start making the moonshine. We have to find like ingredients around the world to make different qualities of it. And it just goes on like that. And I've pretty much um, done the job role of Bounty Hunter. I've completed that to level 20. Um, I wasn't impressed though because they brought out a uh, uh, actual pass on top of the game that you had to pay about 18 quid for. And that gives you a load of unlocks, like like different bits and pieces, things, some things for free or 10% off, 20% off. I think it's a bit mm. naughty buying a full game that's like 60 quid and then they charge you 20 quid on top of that straight away to get more in yeah. the game. Same as Modern it's, Warfare it's, done. It, yeah, it's, it's still quite early on that you think, like, give people a chance to enjoy the game for the money they've spent before you start rinsing them for, like, extra cash. Yeah, and it makes me worry that you know, the next thing's going to come out as well, and then they're going to be like, oh, this is another 40 quid. And the one thing is, in the moonshine business, you, it's obviously you've got this like little hut, uh, and you press, the, it's like uh, GTA was with like the offices and stuff like that. So you go into your little hut, and then you've got the moonshine downstairs, you've got the woman upstairs that you talk to, she gives you the missions. But then you've got an option, now it's, I think you get 55 gold bars for £18.50, which is quite a lot of money really. And then it's 38 gold bars to do an expansion to get a bar in your moonshine uh, business. So downstairs, there's a secret bar. It doesn't unlock. You pay 38 gold, which is equivalent of about, in real life money, about 15 quid. And then this door opens up and you can have a bar where other people can go in. So I read up online and I thought, oh, I don't mind. I've got 55 gold in my bank in the game. And I thought, do you know what? I would buy that bar if it gives me some kind of income back. And then I look mm. it up, and what happens is, it's not. It just means that you and your friends can hang around in a bar. <laughs> so you're paying 15 quid so that you've got this bar backdrop, but it does nothing. But that's the equivalent of getting a skin, isn't it? It's like... But it's not you, even that. You, because... you, you pay for a skin, it makes you look different, but it doesn't do anything. Yeah, but it's, it's just like 15 quid, though. Like, why don't they implement it so... If you've got this bar, every every like month or so, give you a gold bar back or so, some kind of feedback for having that bar. Like if people come into your bar, for every new person you bring into your moonshine business in the posse, you get one gold bar or something. So then you're trying to recruit people to, to try and make it work a bit more, you know? Yeah. Mm. Well, I, I get what you mean because obviously a bar is like a working business. Like you'd yeah. expect it to make money. Um so you're but making yeah. beer, but then you're not making nothing from this whole business that you've spent. And the thing is, the Moonshine business costs you, it's four gold bars to start with, just to open up the, the menu. Then it's, I think, 20 gold bars to be able to start doing the missions. And then it's 38 gold bars to be able to open up the bar. And then it's like something like 10 gold bars to upgrade your like, seals to make your beer a higher quality. Overall, you're looking at like 80 gold bars, or something stupid, and then... To do that, you're looking at like 30 quid of real life money just yeah. to do the missions that you've paid 60 quid for a game for. But it's it's the same like GTA where they do the shark cards. Yeah. And you're paying real money to get online money to then buy stuff that does nothing. Yeah. So. Mm. But a friend like, on phone in the chat just said that he forgot about the bar 
I must get it later. But like friend or foe, what what benefit have you seen about the bar? Because I just don't get it. It might be good but, to say, oh, I've got a bar, but yeah, no one but it sees might it. Be, yeah, it, it's almost like it's a challenge. So you get to the point in the game where you can get a bar, so you get it. Because you've got the gold and it's available, you buy it. Just so it's done one thing to tick off your list. Yeah, but it's just so... like To get that many gold bars through playing the game, you're going to be playing for like non-stop for six months. Hmm. You know? <laughs> but like Gray's saying, it's like Rockstar aren't going to give you money for your bar. They want you to buy the bars... Or earn the bars they're not going to give them away yeah but it's also like a friend of mine just said he said nick what's the benefit in making our guns gold because me i've spent 20 gold bars in making my hat my gun it's like a repeater rifle standard it's all old metal and it's all looked rickety and really crap and what i've done is i've polished it all up i've made it all gold plated and i've got all hand carved carvings into the the, the bottom of the gun and the sides of the gun but the difference is when i run around in that map everyone can see my gun so they're like oh look at that guy he looks like he's been playing the game a long time he's got a well nice like outfit and gun but the that bar, guy's got a shiny barrel yeah but the <laughs> but the bar the bar you have to physically take a player into your it, it's it's not in the main world it's not like i have that that thing in the main world and people can just walk in there like randoms and see my yeah. bar they have to be invited could... in by me but you could just like... go around the map and just tell everybody 74,212 times. <laughs> but I mean, everyone to do turns that. Then they'll know you've got a bar. They'll be like, oh, you know that guy with the gold gun? Yeah, he's got a, <laughs> he's got a bar. But the thing he's is... Um... But is it like GTA where you get your apartment and then you can pay more money to have better apartments, but it's only when you do a heist, all your characters stand around in your apartment? Yeah, but it doesn't. It doesn't physically do anything. It's yeah, just exactly that. Yeah, but the difference it's much is like Guild Wars Two, like you just you, it's cosmetics really. Yeah, stuff yeah, but the point is that it's... I'm getting to is in like Grand Theft Auto when you did it, it would be money in game that bought it. This is real mm. money in real life to buy it, but then so you can't do it without it. No, you have to. You spend have to real put money. 38 gold bars on it. Uh, so if anyone's yeah, got uh, it, so you, you could do it in the game. Earn... But you got to grind. Yeah, you okay. can. Yeah, you can earn those gold bars in game. That's an infinite. Grind. Yeah, so if... that's not an infinite grind. That is, you can make about I don't know if you're doing missions one or two gold bars in a whole day, like a twelve-hour shift. And how much is it? Thirty-eight gold bars on top of all the other stuff you've paid out for, which is about thirty. Okay, so. So a month to a month and a half worth of work. <laughs> a month to just get a bar that no one sees. <laughs> it's crazy. But but how how much gold have you bought with real money? So I started with the game. Yeah, but but this is why he's not playing the game anymore because he's got bored of grinding. Come on, be honest. Who me? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like I don't like grinding. It bores the hell out of me. Exactly. Literally bores the hell out of me. And like, I think... I, if a game grinds too much, I just move on and then I'll come back to it when I'm when I feel like. Yeah, it. and I think the ratio to what they've done has got a bit too greedy over GTA to this because in GTA you did feel like you could upgrade constantly. In this, it feels like you're constantly on the on the lookout for for gold. <clears throat> um, to the point where I bought the season pass, which was forty gold. 
but you do get the gold back through the season pass. But they still mm. trick you, really, because you pay £18.50 for 55 gold bars, then 40 of them get swallowed up by the season pass, and then over the season pass, it's taken me a week to get to level 100. You get them 40 bars back, but the thing is, they've still got your real-life money after that, you know? Yeah. The, the, the main point of it is, is when you're paying for stuff like this, you're paying to save time. You're paying so you don't have yeah. to spend the time grinding. It's with any game I've ever played where you pay for extra stuff or pay to get stuff quicker. It's just time. It's how much you value your time. You know, if you, if you love the game that much and you're willing to support the game by paying to save time on stuff, then that's what you do. Yeah. Cheers, Trev, for that sub. 27 months, dude. Much appreciated. Jance, you put in thanks for something. That's and three what is Twitch that? babies. It's a, it's a what? twig arm from a, um, a snowman. Scarecrow. Uh, a snowman. Scarecrow. So you said thanks for the twig arm. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because get he, when he, someone subs, they get a they get a sub uh, an emote. Yeah. Like so, a random gift. Oh right. Yes. So it's saying that you've been gifted this emote from. Oh, right. I was like, why have you sent him to that? Like, that thanks thing. for the twig arm. <laughs> yeah, a friend of foe does say that you get a lot of treasure maps where you get one gold bar from. Um, but the thing is, this is how good this game is because it sounds like I'm knocking the game, but it's still one of my favourite games. I'm playing it every minute of the day um, mm. because, like I always say, I love a grind to prove that I can get something special and then people in game can see that. And like uh, Mystic Dude said, or, or was it Steve said, um, but you've got a golden gun in game. Why'd you bother with that skin? But everyone can see that skin. But the, the actual bar, you have to be invited into my room to see it. And the other thing is, GTA, when you bought like a house or a bunker or stuff like that, you could actually put stuff on show in that bunker. So you can have your cars in there. You can have your uh, plane in there. And then when you complete missions, you get like a, a gold like symbol on the wall or a platinum symbol on the wall. So you felt like mm. you was achieving something. A bar... What do I get from it? <laughs> I bet you'll be able to put stuff in the bar eventually, right? Like you'll be able to. Well, put like more of my real nice, life hard on nice, cash. Yeah, but when you're like in that really bar, nice... like it, it'd yeah. be good if they had like you could go in there with people you know, but then you can order whiskey. Yeah, you can, bar, or you can oh, play imagine. cards or play darts. Yeah, so that's the thing. What you can bombs. do is you can take your posse in there, and you can all take photos. You can all uh, sit around a table and take the piss out of each other. You can all do like emotes where you all dance and do funny things. Uh, you can all take it in turns to pour drinks for each other and get drunk, and then you're actually drunk. But that's a five-minute bit of fun that I'd get bored of well quick. Yeah. If they said to me, you can get a gold-plated beer pump by doing another mission, that would sort me out more, much more happy. <laughs> well, you never know. So you're yeah. about the bling, not the room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's one of those people that, like, every award he's ever won he puts on the wall he's 100 metres swimming 100 metres like breaststroke uh, when he was 10 years old that's like framed in a gold man there ain't no reward for the amount of breaststroke I did (laughs) (laughs) actually there is a lot of rewards I've got four kids downstairs (laughs) and however many else (laughs) but the thing is playing uh, Red Dead you know, if I was playing that with you for the amount of hours I've played, that you've played, and I've played the same amount, I would still be on the original horse, wearing the original clothes, using the original gun. That's because you're I'd an be... original boring bastard. Yeah, I'd be that trampy guy at the back. You lot, like, turn up like pimps. 
But that's the point of this kind of game is to... I'm riding a donkey in my pants. But this is the point of the game. That's why Cowboy Cowboy Fashion Simulator 2019 is so good. (laughs) um, Friend or Foe just said you can upgrade your camp in a similar way. But it's not similar, Friend or Foe, because the camp is out in the map. And if you upgrade your camp, everyone that drives past on their horse can see it. So they can look over and be like, wow, that guy hasn't got a crappy little tent anymore. He's got a house. And people can see that, so they know that you've advanced more in the game. You know? That stuff I'm all for, because it's it lets people know how far you've got. But the bar, mm. I just can't... If, the, if, if it said, like, you get a bar, and every mission you do builds up a percentage multiplier, if you have the bar, and you'll get that money back from the bar, then fair enough. But yeah, because isn't it like in GTA, okay. you, you can buy the strip club, but the strip club then makes you money. Yeah. And that's different because it's actually got a purpose for you to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's a that's a really good long talk about a bar. <laughs> <That's>, uh... <laughs> a bar that he doesn't want or like. Yeah. <laughs> These things have got uh, to be spoken about. For someone about. that loves bars, for someone that loves bars, that's very ironic. I like yeah. a bar when it pays me. <laughs> when when, when the bar paid you, you pay them like yeah. your life savings every weekend. <laughs> yeah. um, a great gamer does come up with a valid point though. When you do get the bar uh, and the camp, you get things like your health. About the bar. Now listen, this is something else. You get upgrades from like uh, your cores. So you have a health core, you have a stamina core. Uh, when you do go in the bar or the camp, if you got the upgrades, your cores re- replenish much faster. Well, at least that's one thing. Great stuff. <laughs> Great okay. stuff. Uh, moving on swiftly. Great stuff. Moving swiftly on. Um, friend or foe says it's a very good shout. We'll take a hell of a game to beat it. I think or it a will. New bar. It's a very beautiful game. Or a new bar. Or a better bar. This bar has got nearly as boring as Jansen's joke. <laughs> I think my joke was better. <laughs> He said, serious, I've not played anything else in over a month while spending £1,600 on a new PC just to build to, because of this game. So he built his computer to play this game, which is now going to cost him more money to keep getting the gold bars to build a bar that he doesn't want to drink in a bar that he don't want. But everyone. Right, Fair moving enough. on. Uh, Anthony Pants says to Friend Info, uh, yeah, yeah, he built his computer as well. To, to play in the outer worlds, Star Wars, Fallen Order, Red Dead 2, Cyberpunk set 2077, when that comes out. And he says his game of the year for him is Outer Worlds, uh, was the game that he'd been waiting for all year to play. Plus, it's like Fallout at its best. And I love the colours, scenery, the planets. You can play the game how you want. It adapts your choices, and he loves that feature. Um, I think I uh, briefly skipped over the Outer Worlds because of other games to play. I played it for 10 minutes. Um, I did have issues with my ultra-wide and colourings on the game, and I think that's why I sort of skipped it. But there's a lot of people saying it's their game of year, I've heard in like on Twitter and stuff like that. Did you play The Outer Worlds, Vegan? No, no, not played it. Not played it. I might play it eventually. I don't know loads about it. Um, so, we'll see. This is probably more up Jansen Street. It's a sci-fi RPG. Yeah. Uh, um, I do have to grief Jansen just cost? very quickly. I've got a... Uh, 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 Jansen's been cussed. This is the cuss, ultimate cuss. And it's from Jade, and she says, at least Grey's dad jokes can be laughed at, unlike Jansen's. <laughs> How are you feeling about that? <laughs> <laughs> you, 
you've got to stop doing that because that does sound like the BBC has just been taken over again. <laughs> Freak didn't get that, did he? He's lost track. <laughs> yeah. Or Someone's vegan. Is, uh, is vegan and a happy ending. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's that's the noise he makes after a massage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what it sounded like, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, great gamer says Outer Worlds is great. He's only played about six hours though. So why have you stopped? Because Red Dead Two came out and then you skipped it and. I'll tell you one thing that's well annoying me. I was going to say, is Outer Worlds on a Game Pass? Because it seems like a lot of people have played it. Yeah, well, that's what I was about to say about Game Pass as well. Xbox Game Pass, man, it seems like they're taking money out of my account every week. Or months are flying past. But it's like, i am not played anything on the Game Pass for the last three months. And every time I look at my bank site, Xbox has taken out £5. It's probably because you're buying gold bars. (laughs) No, they're not on Game Pass, are they? It's not Red Dead, mate. Yeah, you're losing track of time because you're playing Red Dead like so much that weeks are going by and you're not even realising. Yeah, and I haven't had a, I ain't even gone to bed yet. <laughs> <laughs> but that was like Imperium of you. You used to be dangerous. Yeah. That was dangerous yeah. for Jansen's health, and I'm being serious. Yeah. He'd be at work, yeah. He used to do a job where he'd he'd have to rush in the morning to get all of his job done. Um, he'd have no break, and then he'd work through until he's finished. And because it was on his own time, I remember speaking to him and he'd be like, yeah, I've had no sleep tonight and I'm going to play until I've got to start work. I'll ring him when he's meant to start work. No, I haven't gone yet. I'm going to leave in two hours. And then he's like, doesn't even go to work. Yeah. But then it's like, sometimes I'd go in, do a bit, come back. And then you'd be like, where are you? I'm at home. I've just got Imperium. I've got a half an hour. I'm just going to do this. And it then was that's like it. addiction. Four days yeah. later. That yeah. was a serious, real addiction. That was like, you couldn't get off it. It was like, I can't stop. I've just got to finish what I'm doing right now and then I'll get off. And it's you straight back on there again. <laughs> yeah. Now, I've never seen you being like that with any game. Yeah, I, I've never sci-fi. been like that. Um, yeah. Sci-fi and base building, but decent base building. Yeah. Uh, but the, the only other game that I've been like that was uh, Sims when I was probably about, I don't know, 16 years old. I did the same thing where I was playing, I don't know, like three days in a row and then literally just stopping like, to use the toilet and Who eat. Who can imagine a 16-year-old Jansen? That's hard to imagine. I looked exactly like I do now, <laughs> except without a beard. <laughs> I've looked like same. this since... Mentality's the same. <laughs> he looked like that since he was born. He came out like that. Yeah. <laughs> I grew the beard just so people don't mistake me for a child. Yeah, fair enough. Right, Outer Worlds. Yeah, I haven't really played it much. I know the colours are well nice, but I, like I said, I kept getting issues with my ultra wide monitor. So if anyone's got them issues, let me know. Um, but that is a game that I might go back to and try again at some point uh, as Xbox keep taking money out of my pocket. So, um, is Outer Worlds like. Um... No Man's Sky. Mm, no Man's Sky. No, nah, nothing like it. So basically, uh, imagine Fallout on Skyrim. Yeah. It's that, but in space. Ah, uh, okay. And it's been done really, really well. You can walk around, do whatever you want. Uh, you can, and like they're saying, it's got a lot of different um, variations on what you can do. Like you can kill people, and then that will change storyline. So you can yeah, do whatever so you want. That that sounds like a game that I would be interested in then. 
but the thing is that when this game came out it's it kind of just passed me by because at the time there was a lot going on there was other stuff i was doing and then i saw that it came out and then didn't really pay much attention to it yeah but it, in my head i i just thought it was going to be like no man's sky no no it's got a pro- proper like a uh, friend of o just Penn said it's too much story for jansen surely it's all story based around what's going on who you are and what you do um and then it's like got the like the side missions and it's got the sort of thing where you're going around and you're upgrading stuff buying new weapons and buying and selling and stuff like that it's pretty much it's, a skyrim of space is is there a lot of action in it though because i don't mind story well, it's more of a first person shooter like, you're running around shooting like you i don't know if you've got third person but you're running around and you're shooting bad guys collecting stuff going and selling it doing missions finding like the bit i played was you you're looking for space parts for your ship to get off the planet and you're like mm. running around looking for stuff but it is very much open planet world that like, you just you walk around wherever you want and do whatever you want yeah yeah sounds all right but a lot a lot of people have said that they really enjoyed the game so it's it's, it's something that's definitely up there well, if people are talking about having it as their game of the year, then uh, yeah, I'd imagine it's it's probably pretty good. Yeah, hmm. but um, moving on, Jade's back again, and this time she's back with a game of the year. So her game of the decade was that Oni or whatever it was that no one's ever heard of. But her game of the year <laughs> is Modern Warfare. I think she got it muddled up somehow. Muddled up. Muddled up. Is that, is that muddled, muddled right up? Yeah, so she says, uh, game of the year has to be Modern Warfare. I love Modern Warfare 2, and I still play it a lot. Uh, so she's really, really enjoyed the new Modern Warfare and could spend hours playing it. Also, one of the few games I've ever pre-purchased. See, now, we was talking about this in the chat, weren't we, where some people was just saying, like, a franchise of game more than an actual game. Yeah. Um, mm. But Modern Warfare... Like she's like Modern Warfare Two. That that could be classed as a game of the decade because that was massively yeah. played by everyone, and people yeah. still remember that mostly out of all of the Modern Warfare's to this day. Then and yeah, Modern Warfare Two. That was a huge part of like my gaming history because that mm. was when I moved into my first house and then like playing it, it on the projector. Of, yeah, it was a bit of a bachelor pad, and then we had all the boys round, beers, pizza had it on the projector playing it split screen and we just do that for hours like every night everyone be over doing the same thing yeah so like yeah that that's a big game for me yeah but nice modern warfare 2 i used to love playing that where it was uh i think it's a five player team and you have to go and defuse the bomb or whatever mm. i used to love sniping people on that all the time but yeah modern warfare that's a good contender that's something yeah. that we'll have to go in the modern warfare 2 um, and then I don't know with the new Modern Warfare I, I honestly think that the new one's much better but obviously you've got to look at it from this day and age from that day and age like yeah at that mm. if that was that day now that would have been just as good as what this one is now yeah, yeah and this one now got... wouldn't be what it is without that one because that's the one that they've gone back to yeah they, they've taken like the concept of that one and then redone it with like today's technology yeah, but I think that's what makes the new one so good. Hmm. Uh, yeah, they've, maybe they've listened to feedback over the years of people just being like, "No, it's not as good as the old one. Yeah. It's not as good as the old one." Finally, like, okay, let's let's go back to the drawing board and yeah. get as close to the old feeling as we can. 
Yeah. Yep. Uh, moving on, Comic Clown eighty seven. He says uh, he did like The Witcher, but he's definitely not running uh, it for him. Uh, he said it's lazy and underwhelming combat ruined it. Although he never finished it, uh, but he will give it another shot soon. Um, the Witcher, man. It's interesting, isn't it? Because some people play games for different reasons. Some people yeah. absolutely love the combat element of a game. <laughs> some people love just exploring an open world and being able to do whatever the hell you want. So, yeah. it's, uh, it's interesting seeing different people's views on it. Yeah. And then going on from there, uh, Mystic Dude, if you're still in the chat, I don't know if you are, but if you are, you're up next. And uh, he says, having reviewed his options carefully and checked release dates, his personal choice for game of the decade would be Metro Exodus. Uh, and his reasons are it opened up a whole new genre of game for him that uh, passed him by due to playing MMORPGs. Um, and he said it looked and played divine and had several purposes. Lots of extra Surprise. DLC was for free. What did I say? You said purposes. <laughs> Surprises. <laughs> As he goes into changes. <laughs> extra DLC was free. And there was no microtransactions. Whilst uh, he realises that there are games ranked higher than Metro, he's stuck to something actually he's played. Uh, for game of the year, though, obvious choice would be Division 2. Played superb from day one. So, um, Metro Exodus. And play so smooth. Limited replay. replay Is he like a... Um, but you'll get 200 hours plus before you hit a wall. No, you just you missed the rest of his sentence. Oh, that's because <laughs> it's not on my screen. <laughs> 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 yeah so it does look awesome and play smooth <laughs> yeah I don't know how that dropped down so much I reckon it's because Vegan keeps playing with the notes but v- Division 2 I I did like that that's my kind of game because it's I enjoyed it's, it it, it is paced. modern it's modern warfare so you've got all the modern like uh, weapons and things like that and the scenery looked really nice it did play really smoothly but i i felt like i missed out because i joined late and i, mm. I couldn't enjoy it so but I this is a discussion that's gone on for a long time you feel like you're not on the same level as everybody else but this game has no level uh it yeah. matches you to us so even but if even, you play even if it has got that it i didn't feel it all so, right so, so your yes. personal feelings yeah, so like for me personally, I felt that when I got into it, I just joined the party too late, and I I, I couldn't enjoy the game. But so, everything else ticks your boxes: the shooting, the action. Yeah, the I reckon up. If, I, if I started this game with everyone else, I would have been invested as much as everyone else because it's it, definitely my kind of game. But I do feel like um, Red Dead Two has got the same sort of feel playing with friends, but in Red Dead Two it's much more laid back chilled and funny and that's why i think red dead 2 would have beat this in like a game of the year game of the decade situation yeah because like the good thing about division 2 is you feel like you're all there right up on the enemy lines and you're just like bang 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 you're just picking people off left right and center and then waves them and just keep coming but mm. red dead's like that as well but the thing is there seems like there's more to do in red dead around the shooting it's not just the shooting but where in division 2 it's mainly just a shooting and then working on like your levels of what gun and what, what sort of way I you're taking it's your guns. I think the environment oh. as well, isn't it? Because with Division, you're in a city and Red Dead, you're out in the country. So you've yeah. kind of got that sense of scale where you're on your horse and you're, you're riding through the country. So 
you've you've really got to explore to find stuff. But this is the whole reason you don't like it. Yeah. But then that's the thing. It's like for me, I I like the action to be like fast and like very like continuous as well. Yeah. Hmm. I um, so the thing with me with Division Two is I got bored of bored of some of the stuff was a bit repetitive like you'd go around the corner and you'd see the same two big dudes fighting each other and you'd see the same groups and it just for me it got a bit repetitive and then i just kind of ducked out of it a bit but i did love the gunplay how far did you get um i completed most of it but did you can um, get to the point where you sort of like prestige and all of the enemies change and you get a whole new set of enemies it's yeah i've done that it was twice it happened twice um, I think it was twice. So basically, the whole, all the enemies change, and then it was the big dudes fighting each other, the guy with the hammer and the high, and all sorts of stuff. And then you started seeing the drones in the sky, those big flying things. That randomly they turned up. So it kind of it was it was trying to feel more natural, but compared to Red Dead, where stuff just feels like it's naturally happening. Yeah. Like I don't I don't feel like the same stuff is repeating. Yeah. But then again, I've not played it as much as I played Division Two, so we'll see. Yeah, so um, yeah, I got I got to World Tier level five or six or whatever it was. I can't remember how. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, because the way it works is you play the game normally through, and then you do the hideouts and the main the main like three big places, and then the game switches and it goes into level t- uh, World Tiers where you're leveling yeah. up on your weapon levels. Um, and yeah, then it, yeah. I got... these guys now are on some next level where they're actually working for like rare guns and they're like trying to get all of their levels sorted out for a certain like sniper or like machine gunist or whatever and at that point that's yeah. where I sort of dropped out yeah that's why I was at that point so I I, I got most of the exotics um, and but I've not I've done, not done episode two. I've literally it's been a while since I played, so yeah. I have updated it because I want to give it another go again, see what all the new contents like, see if it feels mm. a little bit more natural now. Um, but I would love if Red Dead had a similar kind of gun style. I really like like the the gun, the shooting in Red Dead is a bit. I, I'm not a super fan of it. Well, let's get down as, to this. Would yeah. you use a controller in Red Dead or not? No. See, this is one thing where the table's flipped. So I normally have a go at Jansen about using a controller in games, but I do believe in Red Dead, the controller is a better option for the amount of buttons you've got to use and for the wheels that spin, because the controller's been designed around that game. It's designed for that controller. Um, And a lot of people will disagree with this, but you also get aim assist to the point where it will auto-target people, but not pinpoint. No, but it won't pinpoint them. It will be, like, randomly at them. I know what you mean. But I've I've got to be honest. I I find the game much more fun on a controller because I can go into a gunfight and I can just, like, do left trigger, right trigger, left trigger, right trigger, and I'm pinging it, and it feels like I'm shooting triggers, and you're seeing people flying left, right, and centre. And I've got it to a T where I press the left trigger, it auto-aims, but it all aim at their chest or their leg or something, and then I press the back, the right trigger, just to get it right head height, and so I'm getting headshots each time. Is that you? Is that you using the eagle eye thing? No, it's called? this is just on a controller auto aim. Normal. But you've got Normal servers shooting, which have auto yeah. aim on, and some have it off. Most of them have it on. People don't realise. And like uh, Grey Gamer came up to me, and he was saying, "Look, you're cheating by using this." But if I was in a CS:GO match and I had auto aim. 
then yeah, that would be blatantly cheating. But I'm in a game where I'm playing with seven people and we're all doing the same goal. I'm not playing against any other human players. I'm only yeah. playing against the AI. So, yeah, and it's so hard to get gold. The same advantage, yeah. yeah. So it's so hard to get gold that you want to get as quick as possible. So I don't feel the auto-aim in this game is a problem because we're all on the same team and we're all trying to get the same achievement. We're trying to kill the, all the people and get the goal. Mm. So I, do, I just feel like it's more satisfying when you, you're not, you know, you, the shots you're getting, or you're making. Like, like when I was riding a horse, I managed to headshot a dude that's chasing me 30, 40 yards back and I'm doing that with a pistol and I managed to hit him all with no aim assist or anything. Yeah, no but what you've got to understand now is... It feels so much more rewarding. No, but that's what I'm saying. I'm not all for aim assist. When you hmm. do the aim assist on Red Dead with a controller... It doesn't pinpoint someone for you. So it doesn't... I don't press the left trigger and it puts it on your face. It just mm -hmm. randomly puts it near that guy. You still have to correct the stick to get it on. Otherwise, it will miss. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so yeah. It is. But it's, but so I, I think as well, him. it's like uh, the weapons you're using. So if you were in like Modern Warfare and you're using like an auto shotgun or you're using like uh, a machine gun or something like that, if you had auto aim and it's constantly aiming right on them and then you're emptying a clip in them then it would make things way too easy but in yeah. red dead you're using six shooters and like um like rifles and stuff like that yeah, so you you've are got loading taking, times and yeah and then you, you've got six people all shooting at you you're hiding behind a little box you're popping out and then you've got to shoot six shots and then duck and then reload and then six shots duck reload so you'd be there yeah. forever like and these people are hiding behind trees. They're hiding behind boxes. Yeah. But they're this behind is... doors. That's what I love about it. Like yeah. if you're doing that, all like with your mouse and keyboard, it's great. No, no. But this is one thing I was going to say, brain. vegan. Everybody I've spoke to who plays mouse and keyboard, they haven't tried playing it with a control pad. But I've played mouse and keyboard and with a control pad, and I can tell you right now, if you just try it, I'm not saying keep it that way, but just try it once and see how mm. satisfying it is when you've actually got a trigger in your finger and the guy pops out from the tree and you trigger him, it goes sort of that direction and then like instantly you're doing both of the triggers. It feels like you're shooting people and it's a satisfying feeling. And I know how everybody's feeling because that's how I normally say about controllers to other people. You're thinking it's just basically like, oh, it's no fun in that, left trigger, right trigger, left trigger, right trigger, and it's killing people. It doesn't work like that. If I'm riding a horse and I want to turn around and shoot a deer that's running the opposite direction, I still have to turn the camera around, left trigger it, it brings it into the area, I still have to aim at it. But it feels like I'm shooting a gun at that guy much more, and it's got vibration feedback as well. It feels much more realistic with a control pad. And all I can say is, to anyone that's like, nah, on the, on the mouse and keyboard is so much better, blah, 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 try the control pad and then tell me that. Because you'll be... Like, very, very, like, also the lasso. Oh, get, get a mouse with vibration in it. <laughs> you can do that I if you want, that. but it's still not the same. No, because it's easier. Get a light gun it. with vibrator <laughs> in it. <laughs> okay, cool. I just had a picture of a gun with a vibrator in it. <laughs> it's like the barrels of uh, a vibrator. They've called it the <laughs> rabbit barrel. <laughs> uh, right, anyway, uh, let's move on because we keep talking about Back to Red Dead. Um, just quickly, Tommy Gunn said that uh, he's going for Outer Worlds as well. 
So that's like two people. Yeah, for game in a year, not game in a decade, but game in a year. Um, and then he comes back and he says, like, he realised he didn't go into any detail in that message. So he basically says, The Witcher is just a great game. It ticks so many boxes for so many people. It uses an excellent lore base, has an excellent storyline, graphically amazing, etc. His favourite part of it is probably the music. It's excellent, really directs you as a player to be involved in the game. Um, and he said, but for the Outer Worlds, it's a different spin on a classic franchise. And he's got in brackets Fallout. Um, which is it is like that it's a bit like Fallout but in like a sci-fi era um, he says obviously not the same but let's face it it's very similar it's a brilliant game and they make Fallout uh, up their game now too um, Fallout needs to up their game without no reasoning because they failed Fallout you failed fail 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 that's all I can say about F. that yeah man that game just that game just really me off. <laughs> <laughs> another quality joke there, Jansen. Yeah, get another you quality joke there. They could. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what you don't realise is when he presses that button, he's saying bunnies, unicorns, rainbows. <laughs> Actually, if you want to know the truth, I'm so crap at this. I'm not professional like you with these buttons. I'm actually just going, ers, ins, outs, yes, nos. Because <laughs> I definitely do not have the, the uh, what's the word for it? Um, getting the time right with my voice to when I'm saying something. I can't do that. I'm rubbish at it. But anyway, yeah, uh, Out of Worlds, he says it's like Fallout. And Fallout, like Fallout 4 or Fallout 3 could have been one of my games of the decade, to be fair. I don't think anyone can knock that. Fallout 3 was an amazing game, especially for its time. Yeah, I liked Fallout 3. I put a lot of hours into that. Did you really? Fallout... Yeah. I find it hard to believe. I yeah, can't no, believe that... that you would be the type of guy to get out of the actual vault in the tutorial and actually play the game. Yeah, no, that that was one Proud game I put a lot of time into. But then it was because the game was so big after a while I was like I just don't have the time for this I got to a point where I was like I've got so much to do and it's taken me ages to get to where I am I yeah. thought I've just got to stop it here because it's going to take up like too much time um, yeah. and then Fallout 4 I played that for about an hour and I was like nah not my cup of tea yeah really yeah oh man 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 but yeah, Fallout 4, um, not so much. It'd be more Fallout 3 or New Vegas because they were the ones when it was really still good. Uh, yeah. But yeah, moving on, uh, Daya Curry, or Day Curry. I'm rubbish at saying people's names, to be fair. How would you say it, Vegan, as you keep correcting me? Daya Curry. So I said it right. So yeah, he says, for me is Red Dead 2, for simply how stunning and detailed the game is. We've had so a few quite, people, quite a few on... people talk on few yeah. people yeah said that at the same time we we're in sync jinx <laughs> i know the jinx for ages Sorted it guys could... <laughs> I, i'll better disappear i'm not allowed to talk anymore yeah and then you get that idiot that jinx, no twices or some no comebacks i bet you was one of them <laughs> you're still you? talking you're still yeah. you're still you reckon talking. the jinx ever stopped me talking <laughs> i'll cut that guy's fingers no, off clearly not <laughs> <laughs> you'll bring frank down here <laughs> yeah jinx you jinx snap. my mate 
uh, next up, Little Donkey. He says, uh, definitely got to go with Jade uh, on Modern Warfare. Is his game in a year two? Uh, he thinks his game of the decade is probably going to have to be GTA Five. To be honest, it was one banger of a game. Banger. Um, yeah, or Project I'd Cars Two. Banger. 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 <laughs> banger. <laughs> oh man. Vegan. To be fair, you are the DJ. You have got into hyper warp drive. You're bringing it. Game on. <laughs> he looks like an '80s DJ in that jumper, doesn't he? Yeah. Smashy and yes. nicey. Yeah. <laughs> His techno will be on in a minute. Um, one thing we haven't spoke about is GTA. Like GTA is a bit like Red Dead, but so much, so much bigger and like before. But GTA got ruined by hackers, and Red Dead could go the same way if it carries on. Yeah, talking mm. about that, I saw something uh, like over the weekend that made me think. I can imagine seeing this in Red Dead at some point. And is it the cars? Watching... You're gonna say again? Is what? Is it the cars in cars. Red Dead? You're gonna say? Oh no, no, this is something different. Rimworld, but it was um, no. <laughs> uh, I was watching Back to the Future Two, and then yeah. at the end, it shows you clips of Back to the Future Three, and yeah. there's a scene where they've got the DeLorean being pulled along by like three or four horses. Yeah, and I just oh. thought I can imagine that at some point being a hack in uh, Red Dead. Where See, you've got you've got four horses pulling instead of a buggy is pulling a DeLorean and you've I got all these cowboys. I don't think it would be a hack because you remember in GTA they brought the DeLorean into it and missions oh, were yeah. to fly the DeLorean around. Yeah, I hope I really That's hope cool. that Red Dead don't go down that route of start putting things that are outside that genre into that game because if a I DeLorean think... turns up and you start flying yeah. the DeLorean around Red Dead, I'm going to get the ump. Yeah, but they could do it so it follows the storyline of Back to the Future. So that'd be amazing. It, it's no, like, do you really think it's like the yeah. doc has come back in time to Western times? So your mission it's amazing. Is go to this That's town. Like a perfect, perfect crossover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, perfect crossover. But it's going to ruin the game. Well, no, because it would tie in. Because shut it's up. Not... <laughs> oh, I want a bunker then. We're in. We're all in. Chat, yeah. chat agrees. We're all in. Oh, man. Because if, if they brought a tank in or something like that, then you'd be like, well, look, that's just stupid. But if it follows the timeline off Back to the Future, where the Doc brings his DeLorean back in time, but it's being pulled by uh, horses, and then he makes that um, uh, the moonshine. He tries to run it off the moonshine. Your mission yes. could be that... Look, Jansen's working for GTA now. Yeah, you've got to help the doc get back to the future, so you've got to brew moonshine to take it to him to get his DeLorean going. Yeah, this is perfect. It I could be it. like a side mission they put in there, but I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like it's gonna, it's gonna, the immerse being immersed into that game at the moment. You feel like you're in them times, and I feel like if you bring they, a DeLorean or anything um... futuristic, it's gonna ruin it. Why don't we bring The Witcher Three in there the... while we're there, and then we could bring Fallout, and then we could we could bring all of them into it. Yeah, but they don't fit. Like, if you brought, say you brought Thanos into it, that would just be really out of place because yeah. like, the Thanos character's got nothing to do with the Wild West. But the DeLorean was in the Wild West in Back to the Future 3. Yeah. The whole film so, is based in the Wild West. Yeah. And like when they did it with um, Predator and Ghost Recon uh, Wildlands. Yeah. Yeah, because um, you're in the like jungle. That was, the thing is, the they jungle. could port that perfect. in so easy because. Yeah. Red Dead is built on the same sort of thing as GTA, 
and they've already got the DeLorean designed and all the mechanics for it to fly, they could yeah. probably just port it in. There you go, you're on board now, aren't you? No, because it's going to be 200 gold. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Um, can, I, can I place it in my bar so people can look at it while they're drinking? Yeah. <laughs> can I go and play the DeLorean? Model. Get a photo. Oh, I'll take the in-game photo. You can frame it on the wall in the bar. Sorted. Done. That, I'll tell you what, that is right. one thing that we've been doing that's well funny in Red Dead. If you get seven-man posse, you can take them into a photo studio and you all do your poses and it's hilarious. We've got some on our <laughs> Discord uh, that we've all been doing. It's well funny. I haven't seen no, any so of those. Yeah, they're on Discord. They're so funny, man. All of us are in there. It's like me, Shell, um, Steve. Oh, if, you, if you put it in the Red Dead room, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you scroll up in the Red okay. Dead room, you'll be able to see it. Uh, yeah, it's because I silenced that room because I'm not playing the game. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, but let's move on. So, Ant's um, is, Ant's Little Donkey also says that All Project Cars 2 also an awesome game. Yeah, I'll skip I that because with. I don't think it's true. What? It's a really good game. <laughs> nah. I've got a, tro- I've, nah. I've got a trophy somewhere. Nah. Where's my trophy? Nah. No. You've got a trophy because no other bastard plays it. I will fight you in Roblox. Let's go. 1v1. <laughs> yeah, you're the kind of guy that would be in Roblox as well. <laughs> when, it, when it comes to car games, I prefer them to be Roadblocks. more Roblox. Roblox. <laughs> Roblox. <laughs> You'd be in the Roblox with your road like, man. You're going to meet me in London. <laughs> oh. So Project Car 2 is great and you can you can put your own like car skins in as well. So you can you get the templates and you can make your own car skin so yeah, it was it's just good it's a nice a really nice yes um, someone asked me that wasn't project them... cars was it yeah, yeah do you do you remember when that guy yeah, that, that wasn't me... project cars what was that that was some other realistic thing where you do real live uh races for over like 24 hours and your friends have to switch with you and stuff and that's like a I real ra- i racing i racing oh, yeah about. Yeah. He had some. Yeah. He had some guy that come up to so us. Expensive. Um, and if you're out there, let us know because we can't remember who you are. But anyway, he came up to us and he was like, um, uh, it, "Wasn't it no cash? I don't know if it was him or not." Nah, no, it was before. Oh, but anyway, oh, it was. Oh, it was. Um, I know it was. I know it was the, the, it, the truck driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and basically, he came in and he's like Jansen. Me and Jansen used to build cars. Like, I'm a qualified mechanic, uh, and I, I've built all these fast cars in over my time. Jansen's built, like, those fast cars, and we were talking about building cars. And the guy comes in, he's like, yeah, yeah, well, if you build cars, how would you feel? Because Jansen does graphics about doing my livery for my car. And Jansen's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's cool. He goes, you've got a race car. He's like, yeah, yeah, I've got this car. It does this. We do races with it. It goes 24 hours. <laughs> And then Jansen, he's like, <laughs> this is no bullshit, this is serious. Yeah. And then he's talking, I'm talking about like all the cars I've built in real life. Like I've got like a 30 PSI uh, Renault 5 Turbo, BMW, blah, 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 blah. Jansen's like, yeah, I've got my own R-Tech engine, blah, blah, whatever. And he's like, yeah, yeah, and I've got this car, blah, blah, blah. And then Jansen's like, yeah, yeah, I can design stuff. And he's like, could you design all of my car? I'll send you the template. So he sends Jansen a template. Jansen's like about to start designing his template. And then we find out it's it's a computer game car. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you can put your advertising on it for me and everything, and we'll advertise yeah. it for you. Yeah, because he was like, I'll oh, put your logos on it and like things like that. And I, I was thinking, that'd be well good, like having our logo on a car on a proper racetrack. Then he sent me the the template, and I looked at it and thought, 
It's a bit it's small. It's a bit small. <laughs> <laughs> Designing it for Matchbox. Yeah, and then it's like I open it in Photoshop, and I'm thinking, this is tiny. This is for like a model car. And then I said to the guy, I was like, um, I can't remember what I said to him, but I, I said, oh, like, um, like your car, where are you gonna get all the graphics put on? And he's like, oh no, it's in game. Like, you give me the file, and then I upload it. And I was like, oh, this is not a real car. He's like, no, 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 this is my car in the game. Me and Nick were like, we've just had like a half an hour conversation with this guy about race cars. We're talking about the real cars we've had. He's talking about a car he's playing in a game. <laughs> that was quite funny. Oh, Prendolfo man. says Project Cars 2 in VR looks epic. And again, I agree. It is amazing. Ooh. Um, when you said graphics then, you made me hit a spot. Have you lot seen... <laughs> Have you not it sounded seen... like it was cold, whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you not seen the graphics on the the live video that Nvidia's been putting out for Flight Simulator? Oh my oh. god! Yeah. Oh my god! Microsoft yes. Flight Sim. Yeah, you can you can fly over your own house, and it will see your car in the drive because it's designed from satellite. But the whole thing I'm... is 3D rendered. Yeah, I'm flying into your house. I'm flying into you. I will watch you come out of your vegetation <laughs> patch and I will smash that hair up. I'll get my little plane that's meant to be real life, but it's really been designed for a little tiny flying radio-controlled car and I will fly it into your wig. Oh, really? Well, yes. I'm going to get Jansen to do the livery of my plane, make it look like a gold-engraved gun, and then I'm going to fly. <laughs> you won't even know what hit you. <laughs> Do you know, I'd get this game just because of what it looks like. So I could just fly yeah. around the planet just looking at stuff, like landing at the pyramids. Like, can you put it on video on the background so people can see? Because it is insane. Uh, let me I'll see get if a video I can for you. Find, yeah, find me a video and I'll get one up on there. Um, but it does look proper, proper crazy. I was watching it today and it's like it flies over coming into Heathrow and you can see the cars like driving down streets and stuff. Remember, did like, you the... see? Uh, did you see it when I sent you the the link on Instagram? Uh, it might have been that what I saw, where the plane's yeah. coming in, and then it shows you like the cars going across the end of the runway, and then it comes yeah. down onto the runway. Yeah, because that was the first video that I, I might saw. Cut of the it. cameras for a second. Let's see what it does. But it was a uh, Nvidia's uh, German Instagram that I first saw it, and then that's when I sent you the link. Yeah, look, I've got it here. Let me just try and get it up on the. Uh, it's just okay, stunning. So, like, let's how go into. What is this? This ain't it. What have you given me? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this crap? <laughs> Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> What is that? <laughs> what are you watching? Have you turned it into my version of the game? The 8 bit no, version? Yeah, I think it's like on minimum I... settings. Oh, I, it must have gone I'm... to the next video. Vegan looked so yeah. puzzled there for a second. He was like, What's happened? Have I had one too many carrots here or what? But, like, you wait until you see it where. Uh, it actually zooms in like really close to the floor. Um, but we'll carry on talking why this is playing in the background because it's when we get closer up we want to see what's going on. Mm. 
insane it's absolutely insane like I, i'm looking forward to it i do like a flight sim i've got all my flight sticks anyway from star citizen so i'm definitely going to be flying doing some flight sims um friend of foe said he actually saw a drone flying in real life uh, uh, in square formation all day covering the whole area where he was working for about four years ago uh, i do wonder if this is sort of reason for that well i think this is done more by um sat- satellite so they got the, the satellite photos um, but this is the bit where it comes up and you see the actual amount of graphics and you can't see how crisp the graphics are through this video. Um, Let me find the other one. There's another one, so I'll find the one that's... Uh, now, this one should be all right because I think it's going to show it in a minute. I think this is the, the beginning of that video uh, from NVIDIA. But, like, it's just mad. Yeah. Like, the, the amount of detail. Like, when you look at Google Earth... Like you're looking at everything like from a bird's eye view. There you go. So... Look at that. Look at this. So now you can see. Look, that's flying over some part of the city. Look, and every single detail of building is there. Yeah, it's just yeah. crazy. Yeah, because that's the thing that, like I was saying, like when you look at Google Earth, like you see every individual building because it's the real. Yeah, real photo. It's the real, it's the real photo of that city. But it used to be like that. But it was flat. <laughs> yeah. But this is actually rendered in 3D. So this is the sort of thing where you can fly your plane and actually think, hold on, if I fly from my house um, to, say, Scotland, what, and I follow the M1, you could literally fly from here to, say, Trev's house and see it all. Yeah. And then you say to Trev, look out the window. Can you see a little like Cessna plane flying by? Yeah. Well, look at the detail. Here's the other one. Here's the other one. This is the other one with all the detail. This is the, the proper one that was the most recent one. Alright, cool. It's Let insane. me see if I can get it up. <laughs> We've got four kids, so you must be able to. <laughs> yeah, there's no issue there, dude. Oh, what's happened here? Right, let's see what happens. 4K. We'll see if this one's any good. Um, to anybody listening on the podcast, if you want to see these videos, um, just check out uh, our, our actual live stream, and you'll you'll see the videos now. But like, look, just look at that. That's crazy detail from that height. It's absolutely amazing. See, for like, for me, this I wouldn't even like be bothered about. Hold on doing a minute. Missions. Hold on a minute. Hold on. Pause it there. What? What's with that plane? Oh, you can't see it there. You know when What's you get like plane? the paper, <laughs> you know, you know when, <laughs> you know when you get like your little paper plane. As a kid, you used to play with that plane, and you'd put the wing in, you slide it in from the side. Yeah, look, that one's wonky. They ain't, <laughs> they ain't pulled that wing through enough. <laughs> <laughs> and it's That's backwards. That's what it looks like when you pick it up after you've thrown That's it across right. the room. You pick it up, and it's like yeah, the wings like slid through. <laughs> Yeah, that's wide angle, wide angle. Oh it's man, lens distortion. But like just the detail of the trees is crazy. But um, we'll leave this play in a minute. Actually, whilst they look, uh... they look tasty, to be fair. Yeah, they do. Yeah, You'd love to eat them trees. But what I was going to say is like with a game like this, I'd use it as like an exploration game. Like, yeah. I wouldn't even be bothered about missions of like flying to this airport, flying to that airport. I'd just be doing like free fly mode. I'd just be flying around the world, just looking at stuff. Why don't you just go on Google Maps then? Because you, Cause look, like, cause you can do this. The way but you he's want just to do. said he's just said the dopey kit. 
that if if he could just fly around openly, he would. But why don't you just go on Google Earth and fly around? Yeah, because Google Earth, I've done that before. When Google Earth first came out, it's like I went to different places and looked at it from a bird's eye view. But this, you can actually fly there and then see the scenery along the way in 3D, in high detail. Yeah, I actually would look forward to career mode on this because I'd enjoy the scenery, but then I'd enjoy like the career mode as well, like earning money to buy different planes and stuff like that. But anyway, we're getting off track. I just thought I'd bring this up because I saw it and it looked well good. Yeah. Um, getting back to things. Uh, next up, um, uh, Anson your pants said back to G that GTA was going to be his. your what? Anson your pants. You said Anson your pants. Yeah. Maybe it's because he's watching Australia on there. <laughs> Anson your pants. <laughs> Is that your Australian your pants, accent? Man. Yeah. <laughs> <Crikey>. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, um, and then Artemis says uh, game of the decade for him would be Warframe because how much the devs have put into that over the years as well. The amount of hours I've put into the game myself, the devs seem to have, let me scroll down because it's so small, uh, and understanding a passion for the game because uh, of that there's so much content to play and also to be added soon. Um, Warframe's a funny I... one. A lot of people play Warframe. A lot of people are partnered on Warframe. Yeah, I I love games that have lots of content. Content, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, no, it's it's a good game. I've played it. It's it's not my style. I, like I'm I'm just starting to get into Destiny Two, which I've heard is very very similar. Um, but yeah, it's a fun game. Like for a co-op, co-op it's style a shooter. Like yeah, smash. like a um, third-person shooter Free with play. magic. Yeah. No, space. Yeah, kind of, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, space. It's, it's space. Sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, but there's magic as well. well is space is magic. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you've got, your, you've got your magic jumper on then. Yeah, he has. He goes, Puff, turns He's going to be a space wizard. I love... He is going to be a space, space wizard. wizard. He's already <laughs> a space wizard. A wizard, show us your space wizard. He's a waste of space wizard. Look at that wizard sleeve. Look at these wizard space sleeves. <laughs> yes. Man. But yeah, anyway, um I know a lot of people that are partnered on Warframe. Um Do you think when they partner you they're like, Look, do you like Warframe? They're like, It's alright. Says we we want to partner you And they're like, Yeah, I am up for being partnered. You have to play our game every day and nothing else. You can't play another game after this. <laughs> Once you're in with Warframe, you're there forever like a cult yeah one of us one of us but yeah Warframe uh, I played it for a little while I didn't really get on with it to be fair it wasn't my cup of tea not my game style uh, it's very fast paced and it's over and over again doing the same thing finding certain things so I don't know about Game of the Decade I think Artemis cool. is choosing that because again it's the amount of game time that he's played it or yeah, you know. but the thing is, it, it is a big game. Like there's there's millions of people out there playing this constantly. Yeah, and I got it because it was free. I tried mm. it, and I was like, it, it's my style of game, but I I couldn't get on with it. Like there was too didn't get stuck in enough. Yeah, there, there's too much going on with one character. Um yeah. that I was like, I don't know. It it's just it's overcomplicated uh, for the kind of game that I thought it was going to be. Um, so, yeah, I didn't put too much time into it. Yeah. But, yeah, like, people love it. Like, a lot of streamers, like, they this is all they stream. 
So, like, yeah, there's a huge following for it. Yeah. And with that game, that brings us to the end of this week's podcast for games of the decade and year. Um, I hope everybody in chat has enjoyed getting involved and telling us what you think of our games. And we have got a bit silly and out of control, but who cares? Uh, but I think it's been a pretty funny podcast with Jansen's really funny jokes. You know, yeah, they were uh, I'll be back next notch. week. If you haven't heard with Jansen's jokes before, um, <laughs> I would go back and clip it, but uh, yeah. Oh man, I've got to say it. This YouTube superstar guy, just before we go, like why? <laughs> Is this the same guy? Man. Yeah, why you keep coming in just texting rubbish? Yeah, why come in right at the end? We're just yeah. about to shut down. Why don't you come in at the beginning next week, you dopey bastard? Gone. Out. And then tell us where you are as well and we'll come and meet you. Yeah, we're good at that. People love meeting us. Don't they, Chance? Yeah. They won't let me go, guys. They won't let me go. I'm stuck. <laughs> send help. Send help. <laughs> Chance has just threatened everybody online. We come and meet you. <laughs> and that for the end of the podcast. Oi, see you geezer. We'll fucking come round here and sort you right out. So fucking pack it in, you mug. <laughs> and that's how I feel about that. <laughs> Have an amazing 2020, guys. Yeah, we'll see you next We're week. We're in the 20s. With, with our games of the year and decade. Yeah. yeah. Listen and hopefully to, Grey will be back as well. To talk about Next. Witcher 3 that we already know because he keeps saying it so much. <laughs> <laughs> he has said it about a hundred times. Now he yeah. just puts the message in, Witcher 3. <laughs> Someone's talking about blah, 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 blah. Witcher 3. Still haven't decided mine yet, but all will be revealed. Next um, I've got to say, I hope everybody had a good Christmas, a good New Year. I really, really appreciate you all dropping by and putting your comments in and in the chat. Um, next week we will be talking about what our games are uh, of the decade um, so they could be anything from old games to new games uh, be prepared because it could be a bit of a mashup of uh, some really weird games that we've not heard of for a long time uh, <laughs> I don't know about Jansen I don't think he actually plays any games he might just be talking well, about something that happened to him in the street that day um, I, kicked, I kicked a ball once <laughs> yeah <that> exactly <laughs> <laughs> But Man City is, says he's going to put his Stone Island on and sort that guy out for us. <laughs> um, yeah, like Game in a Decade will be a bit easier to do because I've obviously played games in the last 10 years. It's only recently that um, I haven't... It's only really been in this last year, so... Yeah, that's only... But that's yeah, because you're in... year will be hard. Because you're... <laughs> in the... yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's because Jackson's in the period of moving house. That's why. So you're still between houses at the moment. So it's just a bit yeah. hard for you to do it. Um, yeah. So I've yeah. already moved like three times this year. So it's like there's not been much time to yeah. actually play games. And every time I'm on my computer, I'm either doing the podcast or I'm updating the website. Yeah. But with that... That is definitely the end of the podcast. We'll look forward to that next week. Uh, hopefully, Gray will be back. And we will be talking about that, um, all of our games of the decade, what we like. Uh, so it'll be our discussion. Feel free to come in, get involved. And apart from that, that's the end of the podcast. Cheers for watching, guys. And we will see you on the next one. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. See ya. Take care.